0: Three WMMR audio on demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Friday, January
1: 21st. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. The Sharon Hill Borough Council voted in favor of firing three police officers charged in connection with the shooting death of an eight-year-old girl after a high school football game last summer. The Borough Council voted six to one during a meeting Thursday night to relieve Officer Brian Devaney, Devin Smith, and Sean Dolan of their duty due to the role in the death of eight-year-old Fanta uh, Bility and the wound of three other officers. I'm sorry, of three other people. Uh, the three officers have yet to have their day in court on their guilt or innocence, but the council's decision set off chaos among residents in attendance, with some obviously agreeing with the decision and others who did not. There was no public discussion among council members, just the vote on whether to fire the officers. Uh, the council secretary conducted a roll call vote. The council secretary noted that there were six yes and one no, and that the motion passed. The incident happened on August 27th, 2021 at the Academy Park High School in Sharon Hill. The Consumer Product Safety Commission issued a urgent warning for parents Thursday. They're warning families to stop using the Podster and Bumsy infant loungers. The alert comes after reports of a 17-day-old baby and a 4-month-old died after they were in one. The stern warning from federal safety officials is about the infant loungers, the Podster, Podster Plush, Bumsy, and Podster Playtime, which were all made uh, by Leechco Incorporated. In many cases with these products, the baby turns in a way, uh, either while they're sleeping or unattended, where they can't uh where they get their face into a soft pillow material said Nancy Cowles of Kids in Danger she said then their noses and mouths can be obstructed so they suffocate the CPSC chair said the agency is looking to take further action they think the product should be recalled but at this time the company has not chosen to do that What is
3: it again it's a uh, I don't a know what the term.
2: like yeah I don't know I think it's a little um little
3: reclining thing
2: They they recently recalled the um oh my gosh what it was called that that pillow that sort of um the
3: kids is it the boppy um, no, with the boppy. no,
4: you're I, not the boppy because we had the boppy as well. Yeah, we did too. Uh, I know what you're talking about.
3: Kath. Okay, this kind of looks like like um it's like a donut. Yeah, okay. and yeah. and so I could see so the 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 child could roll over and then the pillow would cover the the nose and the mouth.
2: Yeah, would right. they're saying and they're saying that they shouldn't be like, I guess it's okay that plush. to. Well, no, but it, like it's okay to sit them in there. If they're sitting in there and you're playing with them or you're, you know, but once they fall asleep, that you have to move them. They're saying that you, they shouldn't be okay. sleeping in these. But <clears throat> the Consumer Product Safety Commission is saying that they want this recalled.
1: Products like this are, are a must-have if you have a baby. You know, I mentioned mm. the Boppy. The Boppy is kind of a, a crescent-shaped right. version of, of this type of thing. And, and it just kind of it makes them comfortable, it keeps them from moving around
4: too much. Right. And you can set them there and it kind of anchors Okay, them. so you said Boppy. I was thinking about that. What's that little
2: seat thing seat thing that's I, what
4: i thought the boppy was
2: i i thought that was the boppy too i i don't know case yeah, um, it was it's like a weird
4: thing. like rubbery plasticky yeah. material um and it's a seat and It's a seat that they sit in that sits them up. Looks yeah, like a chair? Yeah, that's the boppy. A bumbo. Yeah. That's a bumbo. That's a bumbo. Everything bumbo.
3: begins with that's a
4: B. B. I know. Yeah. All right. That's a bumbo. And then that's yeah. the boppy. Yeah, the boppy okay. we're
3: looking at is the crescent shaped thing. So the so. boppy, it almost looks like a neck pillow for air yeah. travel. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, but it's exactly. larger. Yeah, and the baby
2: uh, can can lay in it. But I oh, I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> I was going to say, I think this is what was recalled, but I, I tried to pull the. Um... You're thinking of
3: the blurpy. <laughs> no, I was trying to pull the
2: information back up, but of course, this new computer, I can't blurpy. go back in my history. Uh, so the CPSC said any infant loungers like the Podster uh, is not safe for sleep and any product like that should not be used on a raised surface due to the danger of falling. Uh. Also, babies should always be placed on their back. And if they fall asleep in an incline or upright position, they should be moved uh, to a safe sleep environment, which Cal says is a crib, play yard or bassinet.
3: There was also another recall yesterday. Baby's first <laughs> acetylene torch, uh, they said. <laughs> Dangerous. Could, yeah, could pose problems. <laughs>
2: Experts say um, use only a fitted sheet and never add blankets, pillows, padded crib bumpers, uh, or other infants to sleep uh, in their sleeping environment. That they really should just be in there uh, in a crib with a uh, fitted sheet. A Montgomery County school district is responding to a photo they say showed a school employee taping a mask to a student's face. North Penn School District released a statement in response to the photo and confirmed the incident occurred in one of their schools. Did you guys see the photo? Mm -mm. So this photo has gone viral.
1: Okay. Uh, I need to see this. <clears throat> yeah. Because it sounds ridiculous.
2: Yeah.
3: You uh, use gorilla
1: glue. Right.
2: Well, and you know what you can see in the picture the it, soldering it's soldering iron. It's <laughs> not a it's not a high school kid. It looks like maybe middle school. Um so they' else they don't know like well, i guess middle schoolers can bring their phones into class i don't know they don't know where yeah. the photo was taken either okay um, or who took it so they say the photo was taken last week though it's unknown who took the photo or how it made it to social media the district has also not confirmed which one of their schools the incident occurred in in their statement the district says that the photo does not represent the district's universal values they strive to install uh, in students instill in students and staff school officials say the incident was immediately investigated adding that it was an isolated incident and no malice was intended did.
1: Right. Okay. So if they're using like scotch tape or something like that, look, it's not gonna hurt a kid, right. you know, at all. And they're they're doing what they can. You would think though that teachers might have some disposal now, I I guess uh teachers need to buy their own products but but have some disposable masks at the ready just in case there is somebody who needs one. But yeah, we're looking at this now. It looks like
4: maybe masking tape or something like yeah, that. It masking was, tape. Yeah, mask. You masking. was like, this is what it's for. Yeah, yeah, to me, it looks what it looks like is uh, maybe the mask kept coming down over the kids, no, under the kids' nose, and she maybe jokingly was like, "All right, we need, we need to tape this above. Let me get a nail. Tape, tape this up." Well, yeah, so. Here's the deal. We have some I had a teacher. Yeah. I had a teacher. She stapled my shirt to my underwear in second
5: yeah. grade. What? Really? My, shirt,
4: my shirt tail kept coming out. In yeah. second grade? In second
3: grade. Wow. Yeah. But it was the neck of the shirt, wasn't it? <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was such an issue. So that's why I'm looking at this. I'm like... All right, it's she wasn't being an a hole about it. It was more like funny than anything else. It well, but
1: when she stapled your shirt to my I would underwear, I would've been royally yeah. pissed if I was a parent.
4: Yeah,
2: uh, like, my, I don't even uh, know if so my parents my, ever found out. My cousin uh, had her mouth taped shut by a teacher. Wow, right. she's, she's much younger than me, um, and it was a big deal. But it, it, like, it didn't make it to you know to the news. It was it didn't right. happen, no, no, nothing no. like right. that right. happened. But they moved that teacher out of that school pretty quick.
3: Uh, yeah, corporal punishment <laughs> used to be part. of yeah, that was yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I understand. Yeah.
6: Yeah
1: deal my teachers yeah. had a leather strap absolutely I, I got yeah. I, and they would literally I, I got the, the strap two times uh and my teacher's like grab your ankles
3: there was a paddle in my uh, fourth <laughs> yeah. grade Mr Harris yeah. yeah they, they called them
1: licks He yeah three licks
2: and that's what you got three. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did they hit wow. you hard?
1: It didn't hurt that bad. It was yeah, stung a little okay. bit. But it
4: was it was embarrassing.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean that was Oh the you, main they thing. did it in front of the whole class? In the whole yeah. way, yeah. 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 Wow.
4: Yeah. So the same teacher, she tucked my shirt in for me, not in front of the whole class, but in, in the whole schoolyard. And she, as she was Did she tucking, touch junk? No, no, Steve. But as she was tucking my shirt in, she was going like this. Woo! Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh-huh. That's another level of uh-huh. of uh, weird. This was this recently discovered in therapy.
7: Yeah. I, uh, seriously, right? <laughs> uh, a, a fire <laughs> a
3: fire truck is passing. Casey sitting in the car. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> woo! Woo! I'm touching your baby. Woo!
4: Does anyone else's butt hurt around here? <laughs> it wasn't a siren sound of woo woo. It was more like a
2: woo. I can't believe. Yeah. I mean, I guess if something like that happens to you, you do remember it. But, like, I don't even remember my second grade teacher, let alone uh-huh. what I happened in the said... schoolyard.
3: I don't have any. Mrs. Mayfield. Yeah, I don't Mrs. have O'Neil, any. Yeah. Malice. Miss McDevitt. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you remember your second grade teacher? No.
1: I remember every single one of my teachers. All
4: of them. Every
2: single one. I remember them starting. I mean,
1: at... up, uh, through grade school. Because then once you get to middle school and high school, you had, like, eight, you know, teachers. Oh, just, oh, no. Do you remember
3: just, your kindergarten I, I, teacher? No. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mrs. Oberman. When, Mine was Mrs. Cross, mm-hmm. who was not all there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they yeah. shuffle them up to the kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> the kindergartners will connect to her.
2: Hey, back. I to- remember their faces. Like I remember who they were. I don't. I, the only name I remember is the fifth grade.
3: Okay, Mr. Kreishak, um, yeah,
1: who never the, wore underarm deodorant. Going back to the uh, uh, the corporal punishment, there was there was the rumor was our principal. Had a paddle with holes in it. Ah, oh. and the reason that it had the holes is it cuts through the wind resistance. Velocity, you can yeah, yeah. whap. You can hit as hard as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah, it goes yeah. faster. Yeah, goes yeah. faster. Yeah,
3: I got paddled in college for. I had a like, third grade teacher oh. who would bury us in sand up to our necks and then take a, a golf club. Okay. Oh, uh-huh.
7: st-
3: <laughs> yeah, ours,
7: <laughs> oh Yeah, ours, yeah ours, used like a, uh, ours used a, a
1: millipede <laughs> or a centipede. They would throw that in, on the ground in front of your face. That's not cool. Yeah.
3: So. <laughs> Oh no! What he used that. to do, and then in in seventh grade, he would attach a cage with rats to our head. Right.
6: Right? Ah, okay. <laughs> what like you learned? Nineteen eighty-four. That's yeah. how I
3: learned to love Big Brother. Right. I get
2: it. The actions of the teacher were entirely inappropriate and unacceptable, no matter the context the statement read. We understand the act of taping a mask to a student's face is concerning to many and apologize it? that it occurred. The district says, yeah, people are going crazy over it. I know. I'm yeah, not going, I, going I, that so crazy When you, you said
1: the story, yeah, I was right. thinking. Wrapped around, the, thinking head. Yeah. Wrapped around yeah. the head. I was thinking duct tape wrapped around the head. It looks like just a little uh-huh. piece of tape on the side of the mask. I will tell you
3: where, 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 so I went when I went to the eye doctor. Uh, yes. They, they took. They taped, mm-hmm. they used masking tape. Right here? To, yes. The ballot one? Yes. To, Same. right yeah. to do what? To, to close so that they could put, so I wasn't fogging up the glasses yes. they were trying on me. And Steve, let me ask oh, you this. You when you had to take that,
8: that tape off, did it hurt? It, I, when did when I yours did, hurt? Yeah, it really? was really. I keep strong My face, to... especially oily. No, because I had a doctor's appointment at that same yeah. doctor last week, and when they when I had to peel the tape off, it really it was like oh really no, strong I, tape. I, 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 well, then I lucked out; mine okay. was pretty good. Yeah, but it was for the exact same reason. Same same reason. Yeah. Wait,
2: did you see Doctor D G Ivani?
8: Uh, is that the name of the doctor there? <laughs> well, there's,
2: there's a couple of them.
8: She remembers who... doctors, not teachers. Right. Yeah. Gotta, well, gotta, well gotta, I go to, I it, go to him every year. I remember Mrs Hoy in third grade, and Mrs Nicolo was kindergarten. But no, it was it was I went to that doctor on your recommendation.
2: Uh, oh, good. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you
3: probably did see him. Uh, I only work on the K.
2: Wait, I do remember that uh, my kindergarten teacher, don't remember her, sort of remember what she looks like. All I remember is when we did the alphabet, we would go over each um, uh, letter, and when we got to W, uh, and she would, like, bring something in that re- would represent it. When we when we got to W, she brought her waffle maker and she made waffles for the whole class. Oh. So I do, rem- I do remember that. She didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so the disc the district says the matter is being addressed with the employee, but all personnel and student matters are confidential. The statement added that no further information could be provided. By
3: the way, if I can jump in here, Mrs. Cross in kindergarten, <laughs> we were we went out on a field trip and her idea of a field trip was to walk us across a field and look at some <laughs> garbage to talk about the environment. So we're oh, out wow. there. What grade Kindergarten. Okay. And so I say, um, Mrs. Cross, I really have to go pee. Bathroom, yeah. yeah and, and, oh, Okay. Go back to the classroom, and we actually had a bathroom in the yeah, kindergarten yeah. class. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I'm cool. like running back, running back early. had to go, the old bitch had locked the door. Oh, oh no. no. What'd you I do? I my pants. Oh, oh no. no. In kindergarten. That's terrible. Traumatic. No. Yep. That's a hard one. That's why I had to kill it when I grew up.
2: (laughs) According to an update on the district's website from November, masks are required to be worn by student staff and school visitors while indoors during high levels of community transmission. In sports this morning... (laughs) The Flyers lost another uh, close one falling to the Columbus Blue Jackets 2 to 1 wow. last night in South Philly. What the fuck ten. Is this? That's ten. 10. With the ten. loss, the Flyers ten. now have 2 ten. To- ten. With the- is this with the loss? The Flyers now have two separate 10-game losing streaks in the same Ten. season for the first time in franchise history. The fuck is that? They travel to Buffalo tomorrow afternoon to take on the Sabres at one o'clock. I love it. The Sixers, who have won 10 out of their last 12 games, Ten. are at home again tonight against the Clippers. The Sixers are in fifth place. Do we have anything for five? We don't have a, <laughs> a five. But are only two and a half games behind the Chicago Bulls and Miami Heat for first. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The NHL playoffs continue this. NFL. The NFL playoffs continue this weekend. I was like, wait a minute. I already <laughs> did <laughs> hockey. The NFL playoffs continue this weekend with two games tomorrow and two more on Sunday. Tomorrow, the Cincinnati Bengals will travel to Tennessee to take on the top-seeded Titans. In the night game, the San Francisco 49ers will head to Green Bay to face the Packers. And Robot umpires have been given a promotion and will be just one step from the major leagues this season. Major League Baseball is expanding its automated strike zone experiment to AAA, the highest level of the minor leagues. The league is hiring seasonal employees to operate the automated ball strike system and is recruiting employees to operate the system for 11 minor league teams. The independent Atlantic League became the first American professional league to let a computer call balls and strikes at its all-star game in July of 2019 and experimented with the system. Uh, during the second half of that season,
1: <laughs>
2: and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat.
1: So we got a lot going on today. Giveaway, our word of the week prize. We have this uh, driveway Vermont uh, mini vacation at Smuggler's Notch. We'll do that at the end of the program today. Uh, we have joining us as far as guests go, comedian uh, Michael Yo, who's going to be a punchline tonight and tomorrow night. Hey, <laughs> then we're going to have a, a young woman on who is from the Philadelphia area. Uh, She became a bit of a viral sensation yesterday. She is a reporter for a television station in West Virginia, and she was hit by a car during a live report. And after she gets hit by the car, she gets up, continues her report. (laughs) And it's so funny because she goes, oh, I was hit by a car in college one time. I'm okay. And she went to Penn State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Her name is Tori Yorgi. Right. And uh, we're going to have her on in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. So that's really cool. What?
4: I wonder if she's related to
7: Harry,
1: Harry yeah, the the boxer. I don't know. Interesting. So anyhow, we will get her on a little bit after eight o'clock. So make sure that you are with us for that this morning. I would like to uh, come right back after these commercials. Not play All songs. Right. It's already eight thirty, yeah. and I would like to return because I have a lot of stuff. And unfortunately, uh, a rock and roll legend passed away. Absolutely, uh, and we have that, uh, but uh, also an actor as well. So we'll get to that news when we return.
9: Stay with us. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places.
6: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash. Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
9: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question. We are going to give away
1: a $50 bonefish grill gift card. And I would like to thank John Donati, who is a podcaster from Pittsburgh. He sent me uh, a few nice, uh, huh. stupid questions. So, I'm going to throw this one at you. How many frets do you find on a guitar? Oh, All right, good. 215 263 WMMR. Call if you know the answer. Uh, how many frets are on a guitar? 215263 WMMR. A few birthdays to mention this morning. We'll start on Friday, January 21st with Gina Davis. Yeah. Gina Davis turns 66 years old today.
3: Just watched her in the fly. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. When that's, uh, you forget when that movie was uh, filmed. She and uh, Jeff Goldblum were a thing. That's
1: right. They were a couple. Yeah. Um, Beetlejuice, Thelma and Louise, A League of Their Own, Accidental Tourist. Uh, yes, Accidental Tourist. Is that the one she was? She was nominated or she yes. won Best
3: Actress for she that I think. I think she might have. Yeah, Best yeah. supporting. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, she is, uh, like I said, sixty-six years old today. It's also Placido Domingo's ah. birthday today. The opera. One singer. of the
3: three tenors. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, I was Placido Domingo, um, Pavarotti, Pavarotti, and Jose Carrera.
3: Jose Carrera, I think. Is that yeah. His name. Yeah. So, which which was the one who most recently had issues of sort of Me Too ish? Yes. It was wasn't it Pavarotti? Pavarotti? I think so. Well, Pavarotti had he him. He did, and but then pa- c- another one had him. Maybe I think it was Placido. I think Jose was clear. All
1: right, uh, in his uh, thank background. Christ.
3: So, yeah. So Jesus Christ. Touch the Uh, bullet on that one. Thank God I'm into dudes. Did I say that? (laughs) Placido
1: uh, turns 81 years old today. Uh, The great Jack Nicklaus, uh, Hall of Fame golfer, one of the greatest of all time. Thank you. Uh, No, the other guy. Not that guy. No, that's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I uh, beg your pardon. I have it many times said the wrong name when yes. I mean one or the other. Sure, uh, but Jack Nicholas, uh, the Golden Bear, uh, is his nickname. He is eighty two years old today. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it's <laughs> 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 it's also Billy Ocean's birthday oh, oh
8: today.
3: God. Yeah, yeah. Caribbean green. The mm-hmm. I like. Get out of my dreams green. and into my basement. It's the and same the, song, right? And like, then he did he basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did did he do dancing on the ceiling or was that No, that's wrong, yeah. Rich, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh,
4: no, so to no, I was about to say a Meatloaf song. Uh all I know is that when I had we had our first baby, the the lady the nurse in the in the operating room um, Had uh she didn't know she knew I worked in radio, but she, that's all she knew. And she requested that we played Billy Ocean the next day. She was like, "Can you play Billy Ocean for me?" And we did not a did whole song, we? not oh a whole God. song. But I was like, "All right, this that's lady funny." Ask for How Billy I, Ocean song.
1: Don't you think that he should have done two versions uh, of Caribbean Queen? Because he goes Caribbean mm. Queen, and ca- he could have done the other one, Caribbean, Caribbean Queen. Queen.
3: It would work for those Both who, would work for those who pronounce it. And honestly, they say that's what oh. led to his career. You know. And that he did yeah, oh. Go going. Get going. Hey,
1: this
4: is three men and a baby, right? No. Or uh, was this it, is the opening credits for Three Men and a Baby. Is it not? No, I, I think it's it was bad from boys. Uh, Romancing
3: the Stone. It the, might the, be
7: bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because uh, Danny DeVito was in the uh, the music video. Yeah, that's right. Uh, for when they're going. It get is stuff. bad
4: boys. Ba- yep.
3: ba- 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 yeah.
4: Bad, boy. bad, ba- So this
1: was from, uh, yeah, this was Jewel from the uh, Romancing the Stone. Jewel of the Nile.
4: Jewel of Nile. It was from Jewel of the Jewel Nile? Jewel of the Nile. Yeah.
3: Okay. And, okay, and this, the was
4: oh. ah. cool. no, this was from
3: Sophie's Choice.
4: Oh. No, this was from Sophie's
1: Uh, Billy Ocean turns 72 today. Uh, Two more birthdays. Robbie Benson, uh, the actor, Ice Castles. And I I forget that he was the voice of the beast in Beauty and the Beast. He
3: was, yeah. And, you know, actually he has a tie-in to uh, 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 the, the story that's coming up. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, when you get to it, I'll mention it, okay. but there's a tie Uh, Ode to Billy Joe, remember that? Yes. That was, uh, uh an what inter- I liked interesting were, movie. The movie where he was the, uh, the basketball? college basketball player. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that movie? It was called... One-on-one? One-on-one. It was with yeah. the Neto tool. Yeah. It was, it was in the
8: Rocky vein. No, yep. Jerry Seagal was in that. Uh, Jerry Seagal? Yeah, the, uh, the jerk. He's always oh, he plays a, oh, no, a, I'm a coach. Of- uh, who's the guy that passed Steven away from? Schmell. No, no, Goldberg's, the uh, grandfather. Pop. Oh, oh, George Siegel. George Siegel, yeah. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm way off. Uh, then the last birthday
1: is Luke Grimes, who is on Yellowstone. Oh, he's the main dude. Oh, is he?
8: yeah.
4: Okay. Hey, who
2: is which one is he?
4: Um, the main guy the, the he's married to the uh, Native American woman, oh, okay. <laughs> it is well, Griff Grapple. not.
2: the main guy punks. is Kevin Costner. Uh, I,
4: yeah, I guess so he, well he's he's the patriarch. main young guy. He's yeah. a patriarch. the but,
2: main young guy. <laughs> but
4: this dude is the one that they want to sort of take over the ranch and, okay. Uh, He doesn't really care. He's been in True
1: Blood and Fifty Shades and um, American Sniper. He is 38 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. How many frets are you going to find on a guitar? And we will go to Julia for the answer. Good morning, Julia. Good morning. Hi. All right, Julia, do me a favor. Tell me how many frets will you find on a guitar? I
10: believe there are 20. 20 is Uh correct.
1: Yeah, hang on, Julia. Got you a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card you can kick off the new year with seasonal specials Bonefish Grill like the Baja Scallops and Shrimp Scampi Pasta, Rockefeller Butter Shrimp, and Chocolate Lava Cake. Uh, you can pair them with uh, Winter White Cosmo and signature, signature Smoked Old Fashioned. You can visit BonefishGrill.com. All right, we're going to dive right in. Terrible news to hear this morning. Uh, singer and actor Meatloaf has passed away at the age of 74. Uh, his agent has confirmed no cause of death has been shared as of now. Uh, born Marvin Lee a day and later legally known as Michael, the musician died on, uh, yeah, well, he passed away yesterday uh, with his wife, Deborah Gillespie, by his side. That's so sad. The family said in a statement, we know how much he meant to so many of you and we truly appreciate all the love and support as we move through this time of grief. And losing such an inspiring artist and a beautiful man from his heart to your souls, don't ever stop rocking. Um, I he's uh, you know, what's interesting about Meatloaf and the and the legend and, and the level of success is really essentially comes some great albums, but five really standout, awesome songs that have stood the test of time. And Jim
3: Steinman, right? Uh, so uh, the 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 the. the... Genius behind those incredible songs, and you're right, Preston. As far as a, as a discography, there's not a lot to right. the, to him, but, but they made it count. Firmly entrenched. Yeah, in, I mean, in, uh, I'd be hard pressed to find someone who. Didn't like some of this stuff And they're you all know? long
4: songs yeah. too
1: This song, this is on, uh, I've, I have a playlist set up Which is my all time favorite
3: songs And this is on there
4: It's, it's just, great.
1: How can you not have a good time while you're listening to
3: this song <laughs> So I would referenced a Robbie Benson connection I believe the woman's name is Carla DeVito She's in the video for this, and she's married to Robbie Benson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah she's in the video. Uh, she did not actually sing,
1: sing that yeah. part,
4: but uh, the, I forgot
1: the, the woman's name who sang it, but yeah.
4: Um, And I, I guarantee you, like, you know, a lot of people out there have, because I know I do, have a very vivid, happy memory that has this song in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this, is a, this is a song that you could be playing at a, at a club, at a bar, at a party or whatever, and you can dance to so, it. And, and so I remember being at a, an after party at a, at a wedding and just dancing with my best friend's wife at the time. Yeah. And we just had, it was, I was, I remember it just having like pure joy and fun with this song playing in the background. Right,
1: right. I just think of the many times when I've been in the car and I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive around for a while until this song is over. You know, it came on the radio. Yeah. I'm like, I can't not listen to the whole do you, song. Do
3: you know what it did though, brilliantly, is capture. That feeling of that time. Yeah. And also, the thought that you would have at the potential risk of what you were doing yeah. and what you might oh, be locked into. Oh, it captures it perfectly. Anybody who can remember back when a period was missed, uh, you know, during a dating, yeah, yeah. all that stuff was, I was, mean, this was, was part of the deal. It captures it very about,
1: well. you know, uh, teenagers experimenting with sex yeah. and, and uh, is it going to happen? Are we going to do right, it? Right, right. And are you going to commit to me if we are going to do this? There's all kinds of conflict going on in this song. Yeah. And it's a uh, it's a throwback to another time. And can uh, Phil Rizzuto work? Uh, it's all great. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, it was written and composed, as Steve said, by Jim Steinman. Meatloaf's 1977 debut album, Bad Out of Hell, is one of the biggest selling albums in history. Case uh, flip uh, uh, some of these other ones because they okay. came off of that album, and I'll get to that other one in Which a moment. Which one do you want? Uh, uh, not uh, Just move the one that's next all the way to the bottom. So, okay. uh, here we go. Summer night. Here you go. I love, I love this. this. This is Steinman yeah. talking With here. The red roses. And they would always play this With right before of this video, right yes. before the Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show. Yeah. yeah.
11: Offer oh. me when you
1: would go to the theater because yes. he's in that movie.
4: He is.
11: Will he offer me his jaws? Yes. Will he offer me his hunger? Yes. So great. Again,
1: the drama. That's will right. he
11: offer me his hunger? Yes. And will he starve without me? Yes. Then does he love me?
12: Yes. Yes. On a hot summer night. <laughs> Would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red roses? Yes. I bet you say that. I bet you say that to all the boys.
1: <laughs> and then he goes into you took the words right out of my mouth. It's oh, a brilliant song, man. Uh, so what's interesting is the album, they, they put it together and it really wasn't going anywhere. And then Todd Rundgren stepped in. And he produced it, and it took off from there.
3: And there is a definable Meatloaf sound and Jim Steinman oh, sound, yeah. and, and you can tell instantly. And uh, you, you mentioned Rocky Horror Picture Show, and uh, his his acting chops are were quite good. You yeah. remember in the Fight Club, yeah? Um, you know, he was a scary guy, man. Yeah. Really good, really imposing.
1: Yep, so he, he completed uh, the bat Out of Hell. There was a second, bat Out of Hell 2, which had a really big hit, too, which was I'd Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that. It's yeah. a great song and, a, and, a, and a, a comeback that nobody saw. No, especially
3: because it was an exact recapturing of the original sound. Yeah, I had a chance to actually have a pretty cool
1: encounter with Meatloaf during that tour. So I came through St. Louis. I was working at a radio station. We were playing the song. We were presenting the show. I went, uh, met him, and... Um, we were, uh, he, he was going to do a, a meet and greet, and he goes, here, why don't you sit down next to me? Uh. And then, So while people in line getting his autograph, he, I sat next to him and, and hung out that whole time, and we just chit-chatted about uh, this and that. That's awesome. And I never forget, a girl came up to him, lean in, and she just goes, why meatloaf? And he goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she goes, why are you called Meatloaf? And he goes, oh, he goes, uh, it was a nickname, and I was a big kid. Yeah. You know, I had it when I was a kid, and I was big, and they called me Meatloaf. And he just left. It that's, right, yeah, he yeah. simplified it that. I think it was his football coach. My
3: mother's name was Meat, and my father's yeah. name was
1: What's Loaf. Loaf. <laughs> and to honor them.
7: Yeah.
1: Uh, by the way, so then they completed the <laughs> Bat Out of Hell trilogy uh, with what was called The Monster is Loose in 2006. And the three albums have sold more than 65 million copies worldwide. Uh, he had the bro- breakout role in 1975 in the film version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He played Eddie, a feral, ill-fated delivery boy who sings the song A Hot Patootie. <laughs> and then he also starred in more than 50 films and TV shows like Steve said, Fight Club. He was in Wayne's World. He was in Spice World, the movie. Yes, yes he was. And he was apparently signed a deal to develop a relationship-, relationship competition series titled I'd Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that. It was going to be this year, uh-huh. I think. And um, obviously that's not gonna Going to happen now, uh, and he has a long history uh, with WMMR. Uh, he had been by this radio station for
3: tons ages. of times. Yeah, yeah. It was just a picture up on the screen of him with Mark Goodman years ago. Yeah, and uh, apparently he had uh, he had started off in in
1: theater. That's that's where he, he tried to break in. Actually, he was in some bands, and then he went to he, he joined the, uh, the 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 Los Angeles troupe of Hair. Yeah, uh, and then eventually Rocky Horror Picture Show came along. And it was about that time that he had done this album with uh, Jim Steinman. And like I said, Todd Rundgren was the album's saving grace. He produced the record and played guitar. And uh, finally, Cleveland International Records took a chance on the album. And then History was made. The debut single, You Took the Words Right Out of My Mouth, uh, was released in 1977. It charted in both the U.S. and the U.K. and uh, went top, in the top 40. Uh, so that's exactly what they needed. I
3: think I'm going to have to listen to a lot of this today but, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> because it's always it's always great to listen to. But it's it's sad. He's you know, relatively young. Yeah. Uh, in April of last year, Jim Steinman had
1: passed away. Uh, he suffered from uh, kidney failure. Uh, and despite the death of his longtime collaborator, Meatloaf told fans in November that he was due to return to the studio in January 2022 to record songs for a new album. Uh, he is survived by his wife uh, Deborah Gillespie, his daughter Amanda Day, Aday, and stepdaughter Pearl Day, uh, from his first marriage to Leslie G. Uh, Edmonds. And you sorry, know who uh, so.
8: who Pearl is married to is uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax. So. Yeah, you know what? Jackie Bam Bam was telling
1: us this. I didn't morning. know that. Yeah, so his his daughter is married to Scott from uh, from Anthrax. That's wild. Yeah. So sad news, man. Sad news. I'm sure we'll we'll probably get a tribute from uh, Pierre later on today. I have a few other uh, entertainment stories that we can uh, go through as, as well. Uh, how about... Let me see. We uh, I'm going to get right to the juicy stuff. How about oh. that? Oh, Pamela Anderson and her fifth husband, Dan Hayhurst, are calling it quits after one year of marriage. Damn Man. it.
3: I thought this I one would last.
1: Man. Okay, so Rolling Stone <laughs> reported on Thursday that the Baywatch actress is filing for divorce in her native Canada. Uh, where they have uh, been living since their wedding on Christmas eve, twenty twenty. Wasn't he your bodyguard? Who, I don't know. Yeah., uh, a source
3: told the out- a lot, I guess.
8: The outlet that uh, the brief relationship was a pandemic whirlwind uh-huh. that died out. I'm wondering, Preston, in the course of your morning show career, have you reported on all of her marriages and then subsequent divorces? Probably, I would think so. You gotta remember she uh, I think she married Kid Rock a few times, right? Uh, more than once? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Right? No, 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 Steve, uh, she did marry somebody more than once, but it was Rick Solomon. Rick uh, Solomon, that's that. it. Yes. She was married. <laughs> you were right. I mean, she was married to Kid Rock. That was, uh, 2006 to 2007. Then, uh, later in 2007, Rick Solomon, divorced 2008, remarried Rick Solomon in 2014, divorced 2015, uh, married John Peters in 2020, divorced the same year, and then this guy, the latest, uh, within a year. Yep.
1: All right, so another
8: one for you. You know what, though? I saw a picture of her, uh... Recently she looks really good. Okay. And that movie looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the uh
1: the uh Tommy and uh, Pam and Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, it does look good.
3: They're making an animated series of their relationship. <laughs> no. And I forget who the comedian is, but there is a special character actor doing Tommy Lee's penis. No, that's
8: in the movie. Is that, that in the movie? Yeah, yeah. So that his his <laughs> unit
3: has a voice in the that's movie. That's in the movie? Oh, yes. you serious? Uh, yes, indeed, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's gotten even more comical because I thought for sure yeah. this was, the way they were referencing it sounded like a second, like a series. Yeah, he's
8: got, uh, Steve, I believe that they sort of cartoon up his junk at one point in the oh movie. Oh, my God, and, and that's his, awesome. And his penis has a voice. And it's a well-known comedian. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to find the name that's of it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow, okay. Uh,
1: Anna Kendrick and
8: Bill Hader. Yeah. have secretly been dating for over a year. I like
1: this. I like this, too. I'm with this. Because I like them both. Yes. A source told people that the two are both very private people, and with the pandemic, uh, it was easy to keep quiet. According to the insider they met uh, years ago, they didn't get together until well after they made their night 2019 Netflix film, uh, Noel. Or is it Noel?
3: Wasn't he teaching uh, dancing at a Catskills Resort? (laughs) uh, That might have been
1: it. Maybe maybe
3: that was it. And everybody thought
4: he got Penny in trouble. But he didn't. No, No, no. he didn't. And then he joined us. Actually,
1: that freaking waiter that did it. Yeah, Scumbag. Uh, Chrissy Teigen is feeling, quote, more present than ever after six months of sobriety. Uh, The model wrote on You seem more present. Instagram on uh, Wednesday. I have no idea what I'm doing, honestly, but I do know a few things. I now have endless energy. Way uh, way less anxiety, and she says no more benzos, and I'm quote, she, she puts in uh, no sad, bro. little asterisks, uh, happier, and more present than ever. Uh, she added that she's looking forward to having her full body reset after one year.
3: She did do a lot of stuff on her body. She had her cheeks deflated. She had some, some plastic really? surgery. Yes, remember? It's the whole process. Yeah, she had her face right.
1: contoured. Yep, I forgot about that. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Olivia Munn is struggling to breastfeed her newborn son. Well,
3: I can step in and try. You can try,
1: yes. The actress admitted in an Instagram story on Wednesday that she has even had to seek professional help from two lactation consultants. From
3: what I understand, that can be a a kind of a, a very devastating thing if you attempt to... Breastfeeding can't do that. It can be disappointing. disappointing. It, it can give
1: you uh, feelings of failure, which yeah. you don't yes. need to have. I've right. heard that. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, yes. Rochelle had issues. So our, right. our kids were not uh, nursed because she couldn't none of do them. It. No, none. And,
2: I, and she tried. Even she couldn't with produce. She Caroline. tried really
3: hard.
1: Yeah, exactly. So
3: it's like with the the, the efficiency <laughs> of the formulas and stuff. It's top level stuff now, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Mun wrote, breastfeeding is
1: so hard, especially if you have a low supply. If you have a low supply, eight weeks. In And I've taken a million vitamins, countless teas, lozenges, tinctures, mm. and worked with two lactation consultants. Uh, so apparently it's not working out. Uh, Munn and John Mulaney welcomed their son Malcolm
3: in November of last year.
2: And so. if you don't produce enough, then the baby's hungry and, like, you know, you're wondering why the Cranky. baby's crying. Cranky. Right. Yeah, kind
3: of no, yeah, yeah, that, that, that yeah. can be... I don't think I was... I think my dad had to breastfeed me. Oh my that's god! Weird. Maybe yeah. that's why he turned out late. Yeah. What a trooper! <laughs> Explains a lot. <laughs> you better not fight, you, bastard. Daddy. According to
1: Deadline, a judge ruled Wednesday that the relatives of Bill Paxton can seek punitive damages against Cedar Sinai Medical Center regarding the actor's 2017 death. Wow. Uh, the Big Love star widow, Louise Paxton, and the couple's children filed a lawsuit in February uh, in 2018, alleging that Cedar Sinai doctor. Uh, Quinzad, had intentionally interfered with their request for an autopsy to
3: cover up the cause of Bill's death. This is not without precedent. And stuff like this does happen. And the fact that he'd had heart surgery in proximity to this issue, um, you know, I, I... It sounds like they might have a case. He died of a
1: stroke February twenty fifth, two 2017, 11 days after surgery to replace a heart valve. Remember what a shocker that was? Yeah, and repair uh, aorta damage. And he was only 61 years old, yeah. Uh, On a recent interview, Lady Gaga and Selma Hayek revealed that there was a steamy sex scene between the two that didn't make the cut uh, for House of Gucci. Oh, yeah. (laughs) According to Gaga... (laughs) I love when that guy jumps in. <laughs> yeah. According to Gaga, it wasn't in the script, but she felt like the two characters had developed a sexual relationship. And so she went for it? And so she went with it, yes. Uh, she ran the idea past Hayek, and she thought that she was getting it first, and then apparently the director of the movie signed off on it. Uh, He's like, whole- oh, yeah. Whole- yeah. Yeah, we can do Oh, yeah. yeah
3: good idea. Good call. Yeah, the scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: The whole scene was improvised. Uh, although it didn't make the movie Gaga says, who knows? It could end up as a director's cut. It's funny though, but I guess, you know, this is a this is based on a true story. Yes. And I, is there no there's no fact that these two had a relationship I with have, Lady Gaga was like, you know what I think. They probably it's yeah. so.
3: so we should we should portray that. It's like that scene in the in Patton where George C. E. Scott makes out with Carl Malden. Yeah, you there was that? no yeah, yeah. real you know, they did they felt yeah. that they could have happened. You, you got a beautiful mouth. <laughs> I wanna kiss it. What' <laughs> we were tra- talking Normandy. <laughs> Take a break from that. Yield to our yearnings.
7: <laughs> oh
8: my God! You read Rommel's book, right? I yeah.
3: read your book. Yeah, he knows how to French kiss.
8: Rommel is not a good-looking man either. You know, uh, big honker, you know. Big, yeah, but yeah. a great yeah,
3: actor. But that's what, what George C.
8: Scott is what Patton I'm was not into. I'm not judging. I want to know if you. I don't. I don't mean to be disparaging. Hmm. It's like TFing, but your nose. What?
4: Oh, my God. (laughs)
8: You
3: know. (laughs) We need two noses right next to you. Exactly. No, not Carl Mulder. He has a crease. Like uh, like Owen Wilson. Mm. There's very few people that can do that. And do it well, may I add. Yes, yes. And he was one of the best. (laughs) (laughs) He gave great nose. (laughs) You give great nose. Check out the nostrils on that guy. (laughs) That's a twofer.
1: (laughs) ABC is canceled. Pooch Perfect. No!
3: I know. Jeez,
2: you're so upset. I feel this bad. This show was
3: brutal. <laughs> Kathy, I felt so bad for the dogs on this show. And they, would, they kept insisting, honestly, don't worry, this dye has no chemicals in it. They're going to hurt the dog. And the dogs actually love it. I'm like, BS. Yeah, no,
4: the dogs hate it. Um, I have a question to ask about that because my dogs need to get groomed and my one dog can't stand the blowers. Yeah. And, and that's a common thing. Why can't they have the blowers, the sound, the
3: roaring engine of the blowers in a completely separate room and just have a long tube that is only I'm sure they have them some some of them can accommodate that and if you yeah. did a little bit of searching, it's not uncommon. We actually have the groomer come to the house. Yeah. Which actually it um, wouldn't matter. They bring up the I know yeah. what it does do though is it is that they feel a little bit less frightened about getting in the car and going to the groomer. But I mean I don't know. In case it seems to be something that they would have to have because so many dogs react negatively to the sound of that. Yeah, blower. Back to you, Preston.
1: <laughs> By the way, it's goddamn expensive to get your dog. Doing.
4: Oh
3: my god! We, we just, just
4: watched insanely. The I
3: didn't know that when we when
4: we when had you got Preston. dogs. We got
3: dogs. I'm like, it's.
1: $80? What are you talking about?
3: When we first started the service we used, they would come in a van. Now she pulls up in a Lambo. <laughs> right? Yeah. Preston, I mean, the price have, has really gone up. You have small dogs.
1: Yeah, it's right? So... Yeah. It's got to be way different for a giant mm-hmm. dog like you have. And
3: then they end up
4: charging more because, you know. Well, They're I boisterous. Actually, yeah, but I, I have to, I actually have to give them sedatives, you know. The the one uh, groomer. Doggy downers. Yeah, the, the groomer that I
3: brought woof, to. Woof. Woof. woof.
4: That's Basically.
2: my my guy. That I know.
3: Is... I was doing an impression of you doing your I done.
2: I know. He really does bark like that. It Woof. is Woof. Wait, but you know what? Um I just got we just got a new vacuum, okay? And it comes with like a pet. a pet attachment? Wait, but I didn't know. I thought that was for like hair on the couch and stuff. No, it's for the actual cat. I can vacuum my cat. Oh. Yeah. To get like the like whatever he yeah. shed, it, whatever they're shedding. Oh, that's cool. I know, but get back to the noise. That's right. I wonder how Forget they're going to do with that. I'll, yeah. I'll get one of them. Once
3: you, when one attempted murder from your cat is enough. <laughs>
1: Uh, the Batman's runtime is expected to approach the three-hour mark. Oh, yeah. A source told Variety that the forthcoming film will be two hours and 47 minutes without credits. Uh, it will be the longest Batman movie edging out The Dark Knight by two minutes. The Dark Knight was almost that long. So, uh, just a heads
3: up, and we'll find that out
7: more, me much.
3: more about that <laughs> down the road. <laughs> um, I'm so looking forward to it. Everything I've seen looks fantastic. And then one last
1: story. Peter Billingsley is set to star in a sequel to A Christmas Story helmed by Christmas Chronicles director Clay Catis. Uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, the follow-up will feature Billingsley as Ralphie returning to his house on Cleveland Street to celebrate Christmas with his kids.
3: That, well, he's he knows the character very well. Yeah. He, he produces with Jon Favreau. He's, he's a funny guy. Is I mean, Melinda Dillon still alive? Because no, she can't. passed away. Oh, did and Jerry McGavin passed away.
8: Oh, man. And they that made mom? Yeah. 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 And I believe they made a I sequel at one point, too. Yeah. It was yeah. horrible. It was terrible. It was terrible yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and were any of the original actors in the sequel? I think Maybe Darren so... McGavin came back.
1: Charles Grodin played the old man, right? I,
3: he might have. Yeah, yeah
1: and uh, I never saw it. Um, and, and You know what? Somebody emailed me. There was actually another one. Brando played Scott Farkas. No, there was another one that takes place around Fourth <laughs> of, of July that never really ended. Oh, it, it's
3: like has to do with like a bicycle or something. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, it was pretty bad. Somebody had emailed me about that who had a, a line on that whole thing, and I and I, I read it. And I was intrigued
3: by it, but uh, um, Melinda Dillon is still alive. Okay,
8: she, I she thought she passed away. No, she's eighty-two. You were thinking of Meatloaf, Steve?
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? The because um, she, she's in Slap too. You remember?
8: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, and uh, uh, close, close Encounters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Daniel Stern plays
1: the old man in A Christmas Story 2. Huh. Uh, is Darren that what
3: McGavin? Yeah, I guess. A Christmas Story 2. Um, Darren McGavin was so perfect for that role. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, we'll see how that uh, that plays out. All right, uh, we're ready for clips. Let's get to
1: those now. Well, uh, you'll start uh, you. yeah, 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 yeah. we got to do right. the, uh, the movies opening this week. We will begin with the King's Daughter, a fantasy adventure with Pierce Brosnan, Julie Andrews, and uh, Fan Bingbing, uh, known as the Sun King Louis the Fourteenth is the most powerful and influential monarch on the planet. Obsessed with his own mortality and the future of France, Louis turns to his spiritual advisor, uh, Pere Lachaise, and uh, Pere Lachaise. Huh. Where do I know that from?
8: The cemetery. Oh, that's the cemetery. Yeah. yeah. Cemetery.
1: Uh, and the royal physician to help him obtain the key to immortality. Uh, believing a mermaid contains a force that grants everlasting life, Louis commissions a young sea captain to search the seas and capture the mystical creature. Hour and 31 minutes long. Rated PG. Limited theater release today. Rotten tomato score a 26%. And I'll have you know... That's the highest scoring film. I
3: that I have. It. Yeah, no. it's a realist of stinkers.
1: In this weekend. Uh, the Tiger Rising is another film that's opening, and it stars Queen Latifah, Dennis Quaid, and Christian Convery, or Convery, I guess is how you say her name. Uh, or his name. Uh, when uh, 12-year-old Rob Horton discovers a caged tiger in the woods near his home, his imagination runs wild and life begins to change in the most unexpected ways. With the help of a wise, mysterious maid, Willie May, and the stubborn new girl in school, he navigates through childhood memories, heartache, and wondrous adventures in this heartwarming adaptation. Running time is hour 42 minutes. Uh, rated PG. Limited theater release today. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 13%. 13%. Yeah. it's
7: great. Yeah. No. And then
1: the last film is Redeeming Love. is a history romance film starring Abigail Cowan, Tom Lewis, and Nina Dobrev. Set in the backdrop of California Gold Rush, 1850, the story centers on Angel, who was sold into prostitution as a child. Uh, She has survived through uh, hatred and self-loathing until she meets Michael Hosea and discovers that there is no brokenness that love can't heal. Two hours two minutes long. Rated PG-13. Wide release today in theaters. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 13% yeah. Oh my as god! Well. So that is it, friends. All right. Now, on to the clips. What? In Munich, the edge of war. A British civil servant and a German diplomat turn to Munich to... Dis- You're going to have to play the clip after. I got you. Uh Play a piece. Mm-hmm. In this clip, Jessica Brown, Findlay... Talks about what she liked about the film, and here is the clip.
13: I loved sort of the examination of both sides of history, of sort of seeing so many young people taking huge risks, and I guess like these 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 moments that are like we focus a lot on other parts of the Second World War, and it's just like actually the lead up and everything that was done desperately to try and make things better.
1: Hello, <laughs> on Munich. The Edge of War is available on Netflix today. Here's the next clip. Angel, who has survived through hatred and self-loathing, discovers that there is no brokenness. Remember that love can't heal. Remember that a moment ago? In redeeming love. In this clip, Abigail Cohen talks about what she hopes audiences will take away from the film.
11: I hope that people walk away from this.
5: Having more of an insight and understanding around the psychological effects of abuse on on people. And I hope that it kind of brings light to a subject matter that isn't always, you know, talked about
11: or I feel needs to be talked about more.
1: Oh, shut up, brother. <laughs> Redeeming love is in theaters today, and there we go with our entertainment report this morning. We have a bunch to get to today. Friday, no sad bro. We're gonna have comedian Michael Yo on. Hey yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo. and we're also gonna hey, we're also going to have <laughs> uh if you saw this viral video yesterday, a reporter for a television station in West Virginia during a live report hit by a car. Gets up and continues the report. That's right. And also indicates that this is not the first time You're she's been hit by a car. She was hit by one in college uh, at Penn State. She's from Philly. Her name is Tori Yorgi. And it's a, it's a viral video. And we're going to talk to her about that whole experience. Maybe they need
3: while. to keep her in the studio.
1: Yeah, right. She thought he become
2: an anchor. I think it was like her
1: last. week of work there last weekend now she's going to pittsburgh gets hit by a car so uh we'll talk to her in the eight o'clock hour so bunch to get two sons up we're uh enjoying our friday so far hang in there we'll be back in just a moment
11: Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live. Get on-demand audio and video. And we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber.
1: Quickly, a couple of shout-outs. I got this email. Uh, It says, G'day, Preston. Just found out that I can now watch the show via YouTube. Uh, the times are a bit different. 6 a.m. for you is 9 p.m. for me. He's in uh, Australia. Uh, spent many years in Philly and miss it very much, uh, as well as Wawa and all the Philly teams as well. Take care. That is from Shane. Uh, and it says Noosa, Queensland. Wow. Noosa, Queensland. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I said, you might be our farthest listener. You never know. It's, mm-hmm. That's pretty damn far away. Uh, so, thank you. Uh, and I want to send a shout out to Shane. In Australia this morning. Noosa.
4: Is, is it called Antipod? Because we discussed this. Yes. The, the furthest place from where we are right now. Antipode or Antipode or
8: something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's
3: in Australia.
8: I don't know. I, I think it's on it's, the western coast. Case I think could be, when we talked about it, it's out by Perth. The yep.
3: furthest location from Philadelphia on the globe. Correct? Yeah. Literally, if you drew a you know a line through yep. the globe
8: to get to the other side of the globe, it would end up in uh, in Perth, nah. Australia.
3: Cool,
1: Shane. Thanks for listening in Australia. We appreciate that. Here's another shout out. It says, "Good morning, it Presbo. <laughs> Any chance I can get a shout out?" Uh, From a man, Chris Grubb, dude works hella hard making wine for us filthy heathens, and he just recently started listening to you guys on the day, on the daily again after a small hiatus. Uh, He's easily one of the nicest and hardworking uh, people that I know and I feel shard out as much needed. Also, please let him know that he can't get enough of that sugar crisp. It keeps him going strong. Can't
3: get enough of that
1: sugar crisp. Uh, and I was recently at the Christmas Miracle and won the Halcyon Floats and Fogo Prize. Nice. And I can't thank you enough for everything you guys do. Stay moist.
2: <laughs> and it says... Oh, don't start that.
1: Nick, the magical meat man from Deets and Watson. So here's a shard out, and that is headed to Chris Grubb. And then one quick one. Uh, it says, hey, I want to get." A shout out to the next generation of MMR listeners, my son Jack Preston Gallagher. Oh, he just celebrated his half birthday, six months. My husband and I went back and forth on his middle name of Preston or Elliot in honor one of our no favorite uh, radio stars. How cool Get is out that? Wow. Here. uh I like the idea of having the nickname JP. Uh, so that is how Preston became his middle name, and his brother is Seamus. Uh, my husband and I were part of your world's biggest gender reveal and was interviewed on your show as well as Pierre. Seamus C. Gallagher was born early but healthy when he was seven months old and uh, found that we were expecting this little man, Jack. So uh, a shout-out to those guys.
4: And thank you for doing that. That's super awesome. Can I have a Seamus? That's probably not why they named him Seamus, but I'm going to say it is. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then one last one says, uh, hey, Preston, I'm late on this one. Uh, my husband and I are leaving early Wednesday morning, the 19th, uh, to take a very long tra- uh, drive from <clears throat> Delaware to Florida, and I thought I'd uh, take a shot at asking if we could send him a shout out in case it happens while we're on the road. I want to wish my husband a very happy 13th anniversary this uh. week. His name is Jim Harrison, or Jim Bob. Jim Bob. A few years ago, you gave him a birthday shout out, and it came up with the hilarious Dick Bob segment. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember that. Nope. But either. I love the sound of that <laughs> Dick Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, that was great. Uh, we still listen to that, and we laugh every time. Thanks for the shout-out and keeping us uh, sane on the ride together. Rock on. That is from Danielle Harrison. So here we go. And it says, P.S., please tell Casey he has missed on Words with Friends.
4: Yeah, I'll get back to it eventually. I just had to jump
1: away for a little bit.
4: Yeah, my you know. in-laws are in uh, Florida right now, and they went down there from Delaware, and they took the auto train. They said, never again will they ever do the auto Oh, train. where you put your... Car mm-hmm. on the train. Yeah. I got to get the details on why they said no, never my again. My brother
2: did it and he was like, it was the greatest thing ever.
3: Okay. Mm. It seems it to depends. be two divergent points of view on
2: this. Mm. Must have but had something had interesting to, happen. He had to like get out quick. Like, he wanted to leave quickly, and so and he needed to get back quickly. He wasn't anticipating he was that. Something no, but not. he wasn't anticipating that, so he, um, you know, he went so, I, you know, I guess maybe it's the circumstance. I
3: just thought the coolest thing to do would be, and it'd be a wonderfully elaborate practical joke, would be to get people, like, pull in, pull in, and just make a train as long as the distance from <laughs> <Deliberata> <laughs> Flo- Keep going! Keep yeah. going! <laughs> All right. Alright, uh, it is the weekend. It's
1: time to clear out the uh-huh. junk drawer. And see what we're going to go through. All right. This one's for Kathy,
3: okay, because she was just talking about uh, wind chill. By the way, Kathy is as bundled up as I've ever seen her oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's going
2: to be like zero degrees
1: she today. She looks like
3: she's going I- into a glacier.
2: Well, you know what? I- Sorry, Kathy. Gonna... Uh, well, I was going to say... <laughs> I'll if... <laughs> tell you all fair,
1: <laughs> If you check the weather app on your phone, it may say that it's currently 25, but feels like 15 degrees. Uh, this feel-like temperature refers to the wind chill or how cold it feels when you're out in cold weather with the wind blowing. So,
3: Which to me is the temperature because you're outside yeah, Here's right? the you know, wind this, is blowing.
1: This is how they quantify wind okay. chill. Okay. So I've never really understood exactly. Do you understand why they... they...
3: Yeah. I, I, I have a vague understanding, but I'm, I'm sure you have more information. So
1: the issue is the faster the wind blows, the more cold air moves across your skin's surface and sp- and cools your skin's temperature. Researchers at the National Weather Service use a mathematical formula to cal- calculate wind chill. And the whole thing is based on the speed of body heat loss in various temperatures. Okay. So it's how much your body loses heat. Well, uh, yeah, and while what... that wind is moving across, it creates your body, it, it moves your body heat along quicker. It moves
3: you away gives from you quicker, a, a, and a colder feeling, which is, it's kind of, you know... Axiomatic in that case, where you're getting that the 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 windchill. To me, I always say, whatever they say the wind chill is, that's a goddamn temperature.
2: Well, you know what? But I it actually won't read a-
3: that on, I know, on I, the know. Thermometer, I know, so. and yeah. I know.
2: I actually understand this because I think a little bit because of the laser hair um, treatment that I get, because they will use that device on you until your skin heats up to a certain temperature, then they have to move it off of that really? spot. Okay. Yeah, like you can only be. You can only yeah your your the, your skin temperature can only raise to a certain amount I guess before it you know it starts to burn so this would make sense like if you're feeling that your the temperature of your, your what your body is feeling could be different than what the air is because of the wind I understand it when
3: it's when there's no wind blowing and you're in say it's say it's 11 degrees and there's no wind blowing mm. uh, and the sun is out. Um, I can hack that. No problem. It's easier to deal with. Yeah, yeah. obviously, the, uh, a a uh, a gusty wind on a super cold day, right, is worse than being in hell. Well, I guess that's maybe the uh, the opposite
4: equivalent of uh, humidity when it comes to the heat, right? The humidity. Uh, yeah, because who, who likes it though? Well, no, but yeah. I, well, it, hey, some people do. Yeah. You know, my friend uh, Cindy, she lives down in um, Winter Park, Florida. She, uh we had uh, dinner with her, Preston, one time in okay. Orlando. Uh She was telling me, because she's from Florida. That's where she's lived her whole life. She loves the muggier it is. Like, she's like, I'll go out and do yard work and sweat. And, like, wow. she just loves that. But, like, when I was in Arizona, there is no humidity. So the second you stepped into the shade, that's exactly what i are talking about. What, like, if they were, you're in a cold temperature with no wind, it's got to be sort of the opposite equivalent. I see what you're equivalent.
1: saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So some argue that the latest study on Windchill only looked at 12 people. So scientists should instead rely on more complex metrics, such as... 12 people doesn't get it done? The Universal Climate Index. Mm. we got six people on this show. I mean, you know, they could have
4: asked... They could have run run two surveys. Seriously, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So Weston was in Buffalo last Saturday night uh, at the the Bills-Patriots game, and it was... Tearing it up! (laughs) They had heat lamps at the game. That's how cold it was. I mean, it was... Well, I just was... You know, because I'd been in that stadium, and it's not like... When you're in the concourses, it is an old, old, old concrete stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How does everything not freeze? You know what I mean? Like, how do they, like, because he was saying beers were freezing. Right. Right, right. Yeah. And then you can't tailgate in that, or can you? Or or are they just saying that they they Listen, the
3: sheer force of will and over the years, it's not like, oh, we're surprised we're in Buffalo. I know. And it's this cold. You, You adapt. Uh, so anyhow, uh, experts say that you can use the wind chill
1: as a quick gauge for how you should bundle up. And wind chill is significant as it can actually cause you to develop frostbite quicker.
3: Yes, of course. So you need to be careful. Kathy's right. in no risk of that today.
1: <laughs> how about uh, this? Teenage pilot Zara Rutherford became the youngest woman to complete a solo flight around the world on oh, Thursday. Wow. Uh, she landed in Western Belgium five months after taking off. She's 19 years old. 19. She had been wow. aiming for D.C., uh, she said, I made it. Uh, she was talking to the cheering crowd of family fan- fans and journalists after completing the whirlwind trip that took her more than 60 stops across five continents. She said, it's just really crazy. I haven't quite processed it. Uh, Rutherford, who also became the first woman to circle the globe in a microlight aircraft, beats the previous world record set in 2017 by American aviator uh, Shasta Ways, who was 30 at the time.
3: So so uh, uh, the, the the course plotted... Uh, Do you look to minimize ocean travel uh, when you're doing something like this by yourself? Or did she go full bore across? Oh, there were some that that she had long stretches over
1: water. So wow. Wow. 32,000-mile journey had a myriad of setbacks, mainly weather delays and expired travel documents. What about
3: the wind (coughs) chill?
1: Uh, That prolonged (laughs) what was supposed to be a three-month flight into nearly a half year. Wow. Uh, She faced everything from storms, wildfires, and typhoons, to flat tires and broken plane parts during her journey. And at one point, she was stuck in Russia for a month.
3: You've got to be very uh, self-possessed. You've got to be very confident. Uh, I would not be able to do this.
1: uh, The most difficult part of her flight, she told reporters, was flying over Siberia, where it was minus 35 degrees Celsius or minus 31 Fahrenheit on the ground.
3: Doesn't that... So at, at her altitude, how does that not F with a light, small aircraft, that temperature? I don't know how much colder it is up there
1: versus down on the ground right. you know what i mean it might just be a standard it's temperature the same. up there yeah well,
7: and,
2: I, I, and, when... and ice on the um window yeah. of the plane i mean that's a that's a major issue for them well,
1: you just get
3: out and de-ice it yeah
1: she yeah. said scrape it <clears throat> she said if the engine were to stall i'd be hours away from rescue and i don't know how long i could have survived and there are tigers em. out there uh rutherford in siberia so siberian siberia tigers. tigers yeah uh, Rutherford also had to be careful to avoid flying over North Korea, which has strict limits on any foreign entries, forcing Ooh. her to take a huge detour in December and flying about six hours over water, uh, she wrote on Instagram at the time.
4: That's pretty phenomenal. By the way, Steve, speaking of Siberian tigers, that's number one on my most badass-looking animal list. Okay. Uh, that people keep asking me about. Let me jot that down. <laughs> jot that down.
3: People keep asking <laughs> yeah. about your yeah. most Every badass animal. Every single day. Like, wow.
4: Well, well, you need to write a book.
3: Yeah. Uh, Here's your change, sir. Is... <laughs> By the way, what animal frightens you the most? Uh, Rutherford has spoken
1: in the past about the lack of women in aviation, citing a statistic that only 5% of the world's airline pilots are female. Uh, and she said that's disappointing uh, because it's a career where you basically get paid to travel around the world. So uh, that's cool. Good for her, man. That's, a, that's an achievement. That's a it's hell of a.
3: That's a phenomenal achievement. Yep. All right, what else?
1: Yeah, I saw this. This is uh, we knew, we knew this was uh, coming. Elon Musk's Neuralink is hiring a clinical trial director, a sign that the brain interface technology is moving forward uh, towards implanting chips in humans. Uh, according to JobAd... job ad. The clinical director will be working with the startups its first clinical trial participants, so they're going to start trying this stuff out. Oh, man, <clears throat> job requirements uh, include understanding the clinical trial process from beginning to end and managing communication with Must the drug Car. administration. Administration. <laughs> uh, the ad for the job also says the position offers an opportunity to change the world and work with some of the smartest and most talented experts from different fields. Uh, medical device makers generally employ clinical directors just as they start interacting with the FDA so that they can design trials that have better chances of approval. Uh, Musk said at the Wall Street Journal CEO Council Summit last month that the startup
3: hopes to begin implanting microchips in humans this year. Now, okay, there are, they say, medical benefits to some of what they can do with this, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tweeted uh, last April, Musk, did that the first Neuralink product will enable someone with paralysis to use a smartphone with their mind Faster than someone using thumbs, so making phone calls with your mind. This is terrifying. It,
3: it enters into that black mirror realm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I, uh, man, yes, I, it's impressive, but it's scary it's too. Scary as as hell, man. Uh, what what when you start, you know, dickering around with the brain and and uh, you know. But but the, the the hope is maybe uh, people with paralysis will be able to walk. Now that's great. Uh, but then you also you think know. of things like upgrade, right? You know, upgrade, right. Right. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. When they when they start to weaponize, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, people and and put uh, you know a,
4: a gun inside their hand.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Imagine right. that like a, like a machine gun barrel pops out of your butthole. Yeah. Right. I just wonder
4: as a species, excuse you, me, <laughs> have we evolved enough to uh, be able to handle this? You know, like it, you guys saw the Eternals, right? Yes. At one point. Okay. At one point never mind that, Preston. Okay, okay, I'm not like ruining anything, but right. you know, like, but like suppose aliens came down and wanted to like show us stuff, but like they're like, well, hang on a second, they
8: just learned how to use the wheel.
4: That's essentially yeah, where we are with, the, with the brain right now.
8: I got you. We're yeah, not no. even ad- we're, we haven't advanced enough to handle the internet. You know, like we right. can, we can ba- barely handle social media, let alone uh, chips in the brain. <laughs>
1: So last April... I can't
3: handle potato chips.
1: uh, Last April, Neuralink released a video of a monkey playing a video game using chips implanted in its brain. Okay. This is rather exhilarating. (laughs) Yeah, so they could could actually... uh, And there you go. Then we have the monkey overlords. That's right. Starting to... uh, I just
3: solved Zelda in 21 minutes. That game took me months to finish.
1: (laughs) Uh, Musk said in February last year that Neuralink could start implanting chips in humans by the end of 2021, like I said earlier, so,
3: yeah. Now, the, uh, the monkey interface involves a, uh, a straw of some sort. Uh, well, we're looking at... Or is at, he getting treats? I have no idea. We're looking at a video. If I had that, I'd never stop playing.
1: He's got his mouth on something. This is so. some
3: great monkey paste.
1: I don't really know. <laughs> monkey paste. Mom, any more monkey paste? Yeah. It's a band name, right? Monkey oh, it's probably music. Bananas, right? Through the tube? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Monkey paste. I got to write it down. Hang on, monkey paste. Monkey
4: paste. <laughs> got
1: that. There we go. All right, I'll put that I never list. play a
3: video game without my monkey paste. And so you should. Yeah. Hi, I'm Steve Morrison. <laughs> I'm Steve Morrison. Perhaps you would recognize me from the President's <laughs> Steve Show on WMMR. When I sit down to play a video game, I'm not doing anything until I take a hard swig of monkey paste. Uh. <laughs> All right,
1: so that's interesting. So they're looking for a clinical, uh, somebody to lead their clinical trials. All right, what else we got here? Oh, yeah. God! <laughs> oh, it's turned yeah, down. So.
3: I'm not really reaching into and it, a, a it, drawer. It ruined it, it. It killed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I was absolutely going to walk out of the studio, and then suddenly I heard the rustling sound.
1: All right, I'm going to mention this, and I want to get your take on this. So this was uh, from a week or two ago, and, I, and I've hung on to this story. Uh, it happened at a starbucks a drive through customer went viral after ending a twenty three car pay it forward streak. Mm. And the reason... Did you see this story? No, but the I... The reason I, behind it is that the customer behind him had a order that was $46. Okay. <laughs> so, so he
2: purchased for the person... That's how it started?
1: No, no. That's oh. how it ended.
2: Oh, Because no. the guy's like...
1: Uh, Never mind. I just yeah. ordered like a, a small latte and 46 <laughs> bucks for the person behind me. That's a bit much. So... I love the idea of this stuff. I think it's really cool when it happens, and I, I would love for it to happen, you know, if, to, to be a part of one of those. Uh, but, man, if it was, like, a $50 charge.
2: Well, but you still have to, like, once you get up to the window, or I guess if over there in, in the store, but, like, if you were through the drive-thru, then I'd be like, you know what, never mind.
4: So
7: we... They don't know what's going
4: on back there. Okay, I go through Dunkin', and, uh, and so every now and again we'll get, like, a Dunkin' gift card because yes. uh, we all run on Dunkin'. And oftentimes, I want and I wonder if it. It I never even thought about a chain reaction. But oftentimes, when I'm in the drive-through and there's a car behind me, I will ask the teller, "Hey, how much is their order?" And if it's like, and if it's below ten bucks, I'm like, "All right, I'm going to pay for their order." And I wonder if that ever trickled. And I've just, I've done it many many times. Probably not. Yeah, you don't think? Ah. Well, you, we probably would have heard about it if it like went right. on all day long. Well, maybe not like twenty-three or forty. Well, that's feet, like a like, short one. Like, 20. have you ever had anybody do it for you?
3: No, never. I did have someone do it for me. And I now that I'm thinking about it, I had no idea what it was about, and I was like, what? "I was like, what?" And and it might have been part of the chain. There was a part of me that thought, "Does this person listen to the show? Right, right." And did they? I'd, and is there poison in my coffee? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had somebody do it at a uh, at a toll booth one I've time. I've
1: done that. Okay, too. and and I was confused by that too. I was like, "What? Why? Did, uh, what what okay, do you mean? All right, <laughs> I did game, it. I when I went in last time, it was neat. And when and in hindsight, it was it was very very cool of them to do that." For my colonoscopy, I Bro. paid. I
3: paid for Aww. the other guy's okay. Good colonoscopy. Good for you. Good for you.
2: I saw somebody get so confused over what to do. So they, um, there was a police officer ordering coffee, and the person behind the police officer was kind of like waving yeah. to um, the barista. and was like, "I'm, I got it. Like, yeah. I got it. I got." It. She was like, "What? What do you mean? <laughs> you got what?" And he was like, "For." For the officer. Right. You know, and she was like, I want to pay for the cop! <laughs> Steve, I had already ordered, so I was off to the side. So I looked at her, I go, he wants to pay for the officer's coffee. And she was like, oh, oh, okay, all right, sorry. But he, the guy didn't want the officer to know it was him. Uh, but, you know. Get
3: it through quickly, I want to rob the place.
2: <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile, yeah. by that time, the yeah. whole store knew oh, yeah. that this guy was buying the officer's right, coffee. Right.
8: And that's a nice gesture, and I, and I appreciate that. But like, I, I've also heard people sort of um, push back against the pay it forward thing uh, because if you're already in line for Starbucks, you can afford Starbucks. And so, uh, what I've heard is a better way to actually pay it forward is to pay the people behind the, the counter <laughs> I've heard, working I've heard at that Starbucks. As well. And I, I kind of get that. Like, I, if, if you're in know. Starbucks, you know,
6: like the people working in Starbucks.
8: Yeah, if you're going to pay it forward, give them five bucks instead of paying for the guy behind. So, the- <laughs> um, that's a pretty big assumption yeah.
1: that everybody going to
8: Starbucks is rich. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you're... And listen, I don't really give a crap either way. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah. but I've heard this argument. That, that people if, have said that. I'm not so I'm throwing yeah, it at you. No, no, no. Well, no. But yeah. if you're in line at Starbucks... I've heard this, af- You can afford Starbucks.
3: Yeah. So um, why not pay the person behind And Nick you can tap back on that when the next time the barista's at the window and I mean, it, and she's wearing a Rolex.
1: <laughs> but with that with with that philosophy, if you're in line at McDonald's, you can afford McDonald's. I mean, so yeah. you're just what? It, you're just picking it up for them. do not totally say nice that. Nice to do, to do something nice.
3: To do. Yeah. Privilege. Yeah. Not right. everyone can afford McDonald's. <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> or medical
3: care.
1: <laughs> or <laughs> medical care. I'm go to or Mike. Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, Mike, good morning.
7: Godzilla.
14: Godzilla, Godzilla to you. <laughs> What's up, Mike? Don't no, mind my voice, man. It's a little rough this morning. That's so, all right. Um, in my barbershop, my local barbershop, uh, about, about three or four years ago, um, it was a busy Saturday. The guy right after me that was going into my barber was a disabled vet. He, he lost his leg. So, so yeah, you know, it, I paid for him. And then my barber texted me at, at the end of the night, like 7.30, 8 o'clock. And he was like, dude, every single person after you, Yeah, you know, if you paid it forward uh, until the last guy. Nice. So
1: So you started that that chain. That's cool, Mike.
14: And look, man, yeah, you know, this really isn't about whether the person behind you like, can afford it or not? This is just a nice gesture. Yep. It is. And that's what okay, it is. It's a gesture. You
1: know nuts. why? Because at the end of the day, only one person ended up getting a free
3: haircut. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
7: if you think that's about, that. Yeah, about it. seriously. Everybody <laughs> ended up
1: paying for yeah. their own stuff and anyway. You, and
3: quite often it's like... Uh, yeah, um, so, I just ordered a, a small hot chocolate. You're, you're at the Dunkin' drive-thru, and yeah. and they just had 12 dozen donuts. Yeah. Well, that's that's what this, <laughs> this story hearing. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thanks, Mike. It was, it's an, And that's what it is. It's just a gesture, you know? Now, if it's a set but price. One, only one person Like, got like a at free a toll haircut, booth, which, and obviously everyone's doing easy, or a lot of people are doing easy. Most people are. That's less of a thing now. But that is a set price at the toll booth. What if you take out your Easy Pass and you chuck it to the car that's yeah, driving up Mike? Yeah, do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, and catch. then they
3: come back with yeah, a throw cup of it back coffee. to me when you go through. You give them your Easy Pass. They pour you a cup of coffee.
2: By the way, that haircut thing would only happen to men. Like if you did that at a salon when oh women, the, yeah, I'd no be like, way. "What? She got she got, she highlights got color?
4: And- <laughs> I got an ombre. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kathy, how much does a blowout and cost? Just, just the blowout
3: cost?
2: Um, I well, so I think like a blowouts probably like thirty five bucks. Okay, plus, that's more plus than tip. That's so more. You're paying almost fifty bucks. You know, can I, oh, I combine
3: two things? You talk about a case about the dog grooming. When you have uh, the your your cats groomed, have them blow out your hair. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Same deal. Uh, let me see here. I want to go
1: to uh, Elaine. Hi there, Elaine.
10: Hi. How are you?
1: Good. What's up, Elaine?
10: I pay for people sometimes at Dunkin' Donuts. I know my friends have it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one time I got in line and I just said I'll pay for the person behind me without asking how much the order was going to be, and it wound up being sixteen dollars. <laughs> sixteen bucks. Okay, it's not a lot. I offered to do it. I have to do it, so yes. I just did it.
3: Well, that's very noble of you to do that. Did that Did that curtail your desire to do it the next time?
10: It didn't. I just asked the next time.
3: So How much, what do you, okay, yeah. Give me the next
10: g- time it was only a latte. It was like $4, and I was fine with
3: that. No, that's but actually very we've nice. Also,
10: we've also done that at the diner sometimes. If there was an older couple there, an elderly couple, we'll pay for their dinner. Or if they're sitting by themselves, we'll ask oh. them
3: to Yeah, dinner. I do that. Let's I do first. that. I'll go over and I'll say, "You folks are probably <laughs> getting your Social Security and stuff like that. Can you, can you, can you, can you pay for my meal? <laughs> can you pay for my meal? Yeah, you're on a fixed yeah, income. Yeah. It's guaranteed. You guys Just know coming it's in. coming in. You've got yeah. a steady check. Can you pay for my meal? I'm really, thank you. Man. <laughs> really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You've got all sorts of old assistance and stuff like that, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 You look, you look like you're on public assistance of some sort, so it's guaranteed government money. Can you pay for my meal? Thank you. <laughs>
1: Uh let me go to uh next to Jason. Hi, Jason. Good morning.
15: Hey you crumbums. Yeah. You? Crumbum,
1: bum, bum, bum. I wanna fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna kiss you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Get away from me.
1: What's Get up? Away from I'll me.
12: take out
3: back I'll kiss you.
12: <laughs> What's
1: up, Jason?
12: So three years ago, uh honey baked ham. I'm in uh I'm in the military, so I'm in uniform, uh and the manager says, we're gonna pay for your ham. Huh. So I'm thinking, hey look, I already expected to pay for this ham. I'll pay for the guy behind me, you know, so it'll be a great thing. And he already expected to pay for his hand, so he's going to continue. It died right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to fight you. Right <laughs>
3: right and that was it. That uh, was it. No, I, you know what? I'll say this, though, uh, Jason, is that it, maybe it's the case, thanks. as with me, I, I was not aware of this ritual. I know no one may be aware of this, and uh, and so uh, it, I would have gladly have done that had I known that is a thing.
1: Yeah. right, right. And you could imagine if Ariza was there, will you pay for this, sir?
8: I'll break it over your head. Wow.
3: Okay, oh. and a hand would hurt.
8: Yeah. A You're ham? a
3: real crumb bum. I'll crack a ham over your head. <laughs> but listen. The is, I'll get six hams and I'll crack them over your head. I'll freeze them first. You're and a coward. Crack. They're a lot more malleable if they're just fresh. Oh, my God. You're a crumb creep. You're a crumb creep, honey glazed ham. I, I don't. You're a yellow okay. sneak. <laughs> I don't pay for the guy
4: be or yellow. girl or whatever behind me. To the in, side of you. In hopes that they pay for the person behind them. That's, that's not the. But if they do, that's cool. So with the honey baked ham guy. You know, whatever. Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't have done that if, uh, you know, expecting him to to keep it going forward. Yeah. yeah. You know, who, who knows? Maybe this guy was getting this ham and and he was really splurging because he can't like afford it. He's like, you know, one of these days, was... I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to go and get a honey baked ham, and then it was paid for. He's I've like, some pictures,
3: <laughs> <Yes>. honey baked ham. <laughs> I don't know if I can afford a ham this year, are. <laughs> Why don't you go and get it anyway? It'll be magical. Hi, I'm Kathy Romano, <laughs> and I'm paying this forward. I'm buying you ten hands. <laughs> ten hands. Compliments of Frank Rizzo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: How
16: many? How many? You want? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well,
1: anyhow, I was curious about that. Uh, you know, if if you get that order, if if uh, if that is chain is happening, and all of a sudden it comes to you, and it's like fifty bucks. And you're you're like a coward, <laughs> and you, and you would just all you did was order like a, a coffee, and that was it. it was uh,
3: I coffee. think that that's the inherent problem with that. But I think it, the fact that people are being generous and nice to each other yeah. is a good thing. On, I mean, it'll, you know what? it If point. you're yeah. in line at Dunkin' and you order a coffee, change things up and give a ham to the person behind you, or monkey paste. <laughs> yeah, monkey paste. You could try oh, that. <laughs> 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 just have to t- extend the tube out of the driver's side.
1: <laughs> Somebody texted and said he could have started Hams Across America. Oh, yeah, could have. <laughs> And across America. All right, that's it. That's so all we have time for the junk tour right now because we got stuff to get to. We have people who are going to be joining us, uh, including the gal who was hit by a car while doing... She's a television news reporter in West Virginia. World... <laughs> White hit, attention. Hit by a car and kept on reporting, and the, she's from Philly. The or, Daily Mail reported on it. I think she's from White Marsh, right?
4: Uh, we're trying. Uh, Montgomery County
1: somewhere, Okay, I think. all right. Uh, her name is Tori. We'll have her on a little bit. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. Uh, we're going to get the Bizarre File. We're going to get our Froggy song yeah, too, hey, for hey. Friday. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
9: If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
6: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash. Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com
9: back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We'll uh, we'll get our Froggy tune
1: after. How about that? What? For froggy Friday for the uh, Preston. Or do you want to do it before? We can do it before. All right, let's do it before. All right, we'll do it before. Right. That's where we usually do it. So, uh, yes, to get us in that Friday mood. personal jingle from Friday. Froggy, here we go. with our weekend.
0: Let's go. Now,
7: <laughs>
0: WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's Desire. Desire Final.
1: Brought to you by Squeezed.com, the best-used cleanse on the market. You can lose inches, drop pounds, feel great, sleep better. Uh, now free shipping with the code radio at checkout. In a little while, we are going to have a, a gal on who was hit by a car in a viral video. Sometimes those viral videos uh, just kind of happened. Other times, there's questions about them. So a YouTuber and former Olympic snowboarder has been accused of crashing his plane on purpose what? to get clicks on YouTube. And the FAA has opened an investigation oh to get to the God. bottom of the growing right. mess. Yes,
3: and I get—I guarantee you, this is the tip of the iceberg, in a number of these things, and what people will do, and what lengths they will go to to get stuff like this uh, viral traction. That so, is
2: insane. If that's the case,
1: Trevor Jacob has been the subject of online criticism after posting a YouTube video where he parachuted from his Taylorcraft BL64 plane and filmed it crashing into the hills of those Padres National Forest. Near uh, Kuyama, California. So,
3: obviously, this dude has got money to burn.
1: Uh, the video outline is new. Purchased uh, TaylorCraft's final uh, flight on November 24, 2021. And uh, Jacob also mentioned that he would be spreading the ashes of his friend Johnny Strange during the flight. Strange was killed in a wingsuit accident in 2015. And Jacob explains that he loved the Sierra Nevada mountains. During the flight, however, the TaylorCraft engine supposedly lost power, stalled. And could not be restarted. Jacob then points the plane nose down and exits, sending the unoccupied aircraft into the ground. Jacob continued to film himself as he descended and proclaimed, this is why I always fly with a parachute. Uh, he then trekked back to the wreckage and hiked until a farmer who he credits was saving his life found him in the darkness. And this is where things started to go south. The video of the incident... Was posted to YouTube where it immediately began racking up views. The aviation sector of YouTube wasted no time picking apart Jacob's claims. At the time of the writing, the video has reached uh, more than a million views and it's also amassed more than 5,000 comments, many of which called out the crash as being staged. Comments on the video have since been turned off, but that hasn't stopped people from making reaction and explainer videos that point out abnormalities in the pilot's videos. Uh, It's worth noting that some suspect the video currently on Jacob's YouTube to be a trimmed-down version of what was originally uploaded. However, a few of the segments can be found uh, when looking at other videos uploaded by YouTubers critiquing the pilots' handling of the situation. Uh, According to a specialist, he said uh, whether or not Jacob will be prosecuted for the crash... Or if he will have his pilot's license revoked, it will take some time to play out. The FAA is notoriously thorough in investigating matters like these, and often takes a year or longer to produce a final report and recommendation.
3: So we, we were just watching the video. It's it's actually fairly unimpressive. What I you know you don't really see much when it goes into the uh, into the brush. Oh, as far as the plane crash, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but most
1: importantly, the FAA does decide he's guilty. But it, it shows him, the only yeah. person in the aircraft, jumping out. So, I mean, that's part of it as well. Uh, so uh, the FAA is going to take a look at this. And
3: My guess is that's, you know, I don't care how rural you are. That's a risky proposition. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You never know.
1: You never know what my, who, who might be down there yeah. and, and
3: what might happen. Yeah, this is the perfect place. No one's around. Picnic here. Uh, I love this
1: story. I've not seen the video yet, but a stalled go-kart came to life crash into an Arkansas home's garage and dragged its driver before they regained control and drove away, and it was all caught on home security video. So this is the senior citizen version of Christine Preston. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're right? Uh right. But it's a golf cart. Or uh, not a golf cart, a go-kart. Oh, I it said a golf cart. Uh, police are looking for the driver of the go-kart, which caused nearly $1,000 in damage into the garage. On a snowy January 15th, just afternoon. home security video captured the go-kart driving and stopping. The driver comes to a stop at an intersection. In the video, it appears that the go-kart stalls. The driver, wearing a brown jacket, sits and appears... Over their options for getting out and attempting to restart their ride after the sixth tug on the pull start, the driverless go kart springs to life and takes off directly towards a home, gaining speed. The go kart ramps up the driveway and slams into a garage door. And then, uh, Casey, this is what I was laughing at okay. when uh, earlier this morning. The driver places their hands on their head, seemingly in shock, runs after the go kart. Another home security camera captures the second go as the go kart smashes in the garage door. You see the driver sprint up. Pull the go-kart from the garage, and then, with the cart's wheels still spinning, it takes off oh, again, geez. and the driver's hanging on, and it's dragging <laughs> him as it goes away. So, Okay, we're watching it right now. Uh, security footage shows the driver being dragged across the driveway into the yard behind the cart as the wheels don't stop turning. So after fantastic. knocking out a yard and taking a 90-degree turn, it finally comes to a stop after all of that. We're watching this now, so... <laughs> <laughs> He's hanging off
3: the back getting pulled. That's a that's a pretty powerful go-kart.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh the driver appears to uh assess what just happened and takes off back in the direction that they came. Uh the police department posted on its Facebook page two videos and photo of the driver in hopes that it can be they can be identified. Growing up, pretty much everyone has been in a classroom where a student gets caught with something they shouldn't have brought to school and then the teacher confiscates from them. Uh, The common scenario played out uh, one day at a junior high school in the town of Mikasa in Japan with a male student uh, named Taro, and it's not clear exactly what was confiscated from Taro, but whatever it was, he wanted it back. So last week, while the school was closed for winter vacation, Taro accompanied his girlfriend, snuck into the school with his eventual goal for the caper being to recover his contraband. The two managed to get inside one of the school's staff rooms, but it wasn't long until an employee who was on the premises heard them talking loudly, and called the police to report intruders. Obviously, the uh, approach of law enforcement, uh, the couple was still in the school when the officers arrived on the scene and arrested them for trespassing. But here's the rub. Taro is 63 years old, and his girlfriend is 58. Both of them attended that middle school that they broke into, and they both graduated it from well over forty years ago. They were trying to get whatever he got taken from him from forty years. 40 ago. Forty years ago, what could it be? I don't know. Was it a pair of chattering teeth? Maybe it yeah. was that. The ire that Taro felt from having what into my teeth. Whatever his uh, teacher took, uh, take or had taken from him, also appears to still be something he holds close in his heart. Considering the lengths that he went to. In his attempt to what did the city it. think the odds were that it would still be accessible or there? Yeah, I don't know. And by the way, speaking and that's a bizarre file. Speaking of the chattering teeth, I, I read something interesting that that is actually one in uh, in a Christmas story. Yes, yeah, yeah. sir. Yeah, it's one of the inconsistencies in a Christmas story because at that time they hadn't been they invented didn't exist. Chattering uh, uh, teeth had not been invented yet, and they show it in her drawers. They had a couple of good, continuity. Yeah,
3: things. a couple of good novelties that were true to the time, but they missed it with that one, huh? Yep, that's what I read. All right, and there
1: you go. Your B-file. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. When we return, uh, we are going to have the reporter, Yuri, uh, uh, Tori Yorgi, yes. uh, who was hit by a car <laughs> yesterday. The video went viral, and yeah. she got back up. She bounced back and got back to it. Uh, she's from Philly. She yeah. actually interned at Fox 29, so we're going to talk to her. we are back in a moment. Stay with us. On the
4: latest Daily Rush... He lost Dr. Wait, why did you bleep that? That's that's his name. Dr. <laughs> Famous mathematician. Dr. Jacques <laughs> <laughs> He passed away. Right. Well, watch the story of Dr. right now on PrestonAndSteve.com.
1: Some really great things about the, this next guest in yeah. the story. Uh, we, were, we were in here <laughs> yesterday. We were watching the video. Marissa goes, you got to see this. Or was it you that no, that was The show? No, was Marissa's coming. Yep. You got to see this. She goes, she's from Philly. And she plays the clip, and uh, we're going to have her on in just a second. A reporter in West Virginia, a TV station, doing a live report, get hits by, gets hit by a car, mm-hmm.
2: and not like a little tap; no. like she got Boom. hit yeah. and knocked to the ground.
1: Gets right back up again and continues the report. And I told Casey, I felt like totally big time in yesterday because <laughs> we're sitting here watching this. And I go, I go, that's great. Get her on.
7: <laughs> <laughs> get her on tomorrow.
1: <laughs> and of course, Marissa took. Karen made it happen. But I'm going to play the clip here for you. This is clip number one of this happening. Three <laughs> story Joins us now live in Dunbar, and Tori, Now
4: we're starting to experience water main breaks. Oh my, oh my gosh!
5: I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm
7: okay, Tim. That's
5: first I'm, I'm okay. LG, Jory. Woo. Are you okay, I'm okay. I actually got hit by a car in college too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. Are you One sure woman you're man. okay, Jory? We're good, Tim. Man, are you, sure okay? you are so sweet, and you are okay. I am so it is all good. <laughs>
4: God.
5: Is that I, the woman that hit her? Yeah,
7: yeah I, think I think so. so. Yeah.
5: And I
1: was, when she said I got hit by a
5: car in college <laughs> one time, I was like, oh, my God.
1: It's, it's okay. I get hit by vehicles often. <laughs> and then one last part to play here. Sure. Right, here. Yeah. You
5: know, it's my last week on the job, and I think this would happen. So you were specifically bumped in. To me, Tim. Were you
4: bumped down low, Tori, or were you hit up high? I couldn't really tell <gasps> from the looking. Oh.
5: Do you know if I was bumped down low or up high, sir? I just saw you disappear. I don't even know. I don't even know, Tim. My whole life just flashed before my eyes. Oh my god!
1: The pride of Plymouth White White Marsh. Please (laughs) (laughs) welcome Tori Yorgi. Thank you. Thank you. Oh
5: my god! Oh my god! Are you okay? Are- yeah, I I am okay. I, I am I am good. I'm just a little sore. Thank you for asking, but I'm totally okay. So
3: right. what, what happened was it wasn't a, a head-on. It was more of like a, a side swipe, but a fairly vigorous side swipe, correct?
5: Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought about it afterwards, and I was really grateful for the way that she had hit me. Yeah. Because... She pushed me forward, and, you know, I don't know, that could have went a lot of wrong ways, so I was just kind of, yeah, she swat, I guess I must have, she must have hit me with the headlight, and, yeah. you know, tossed me, essentially, but it, it was all good, I, I, there was a patch of snow there, and I, I think that might have helped break my fall, I'm not really sure, because I kind of, you know, blanked out a little, but, you know, it's all good, yeah, we just, all good. we just got back up, and kept going with it. Okay,
1: so when, what day did this happen, was this on Wednesday?
5: This was on Wednesday night, yeah, at eleven. <laughs> Wednesday
1: night, so then it hits. Oh it hits the, the you know the the social media craze on Thursday. Yes. Today you were on the Today Show this morning.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and so I would imagine yesterday was an absolute whirlwind for you, right?
5: Oh yeah, it was for sure. There was so I've never had so many uh, text messages, emails, calls. It, it was crazy, yeah. and, and and everyone was treating me well. It was so nice. I I feel like I, you know I definitely need to go through all of them and thank everybody because I really appreciate it. But you know, fortunately, I, I was good. I was at an apartment complex. Um, I was off the roadway, just right at the entrance of where you would drive up the hill or down the hill, and you know it's West Virginia, so it was a pretty steep hill. Right. But uh, she was coming out of the complex, so luckily, you know, she was sh- I, you know, going going slow enough, you know, that it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Right? No, I right. think
3: what happened, what people instantly connected to, is that you 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 had just been sideswiped. You're saying to her. Uh, you know, you're so sweet, uh, and, and you were concerned about her, and people immediately heard you. You, you didn't jump on and go, you crazy bitch, what did you just <laughs> do? Uh, you, you know, you, you, you took a more sobered, uh, uh, sobered approach to the whole thing, and that's, I think, what people connected to. You were clearly concerned about her as well.
5: Yeah, no. And I, I appreciate that. I, and a lot of people are saying that, you know, the thing is, is, is she didn't mean to do it. And I could tell as soon as she got out of the car, her face, her voice yeah. was super distraught. And I was like, you know what? I've, I haven't hit anybody, but I've definitely <laughs> been in a situation where I, you know, was like, oh, I can't believe I just did that. So I didn't want to make it any worse on mm, her. And, yeah. you know, and I... You know, and now I feel even worse because it's, like, everywhere. So she's just kind of, you know, probably happen to see it more and more. But she, she was really a nice person and, and genuinely didn't mean it. So I just figured, let me just reassure her, let her know I'm good, everything's fine, we're good.
1: good. Marissa told me you were from our area, I was almost expecting you to go, it's okay, I'm from Philly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
5: no. no, you know, yeah, I, yeah.
1: Oh I was going to say we got to hear about the college thing. All right.
5: <laughs> what I, I know. Do you know it's funny? I I don't know why that was like the first words to come out of my mouth. I really don't know. It, it was one of those things just shock, you know? know. Yeah. But basically in college, I went to Penn State University um and I I was walking home from the Library one night, true story. And and um, I was walking past an alleyway, and the guy just rolled a stop, and, and he so he wasn't going, you know, not maybe like ten miles an hour, if that. Just gave me a little push, mm-hmm. and he got out all concerned. I was like, dude, it's good. Just just keep going. We're good. <laughs> and I kept walking. And then um, you know, so I think in my head, I was trying to just reassure her. You know, this has happened. It's fine. <laughs> you know,
7: I get hit all the time. Yeah. <laughs>
5: It wasn't that bad um, that, that- at, at the time. I just was like, let me just let her, know. you know, I, that's the only thing I could think of as to why I said
3: it. It's just funny because it'd be akin to someone saying, that's oh, okay, I get hit by lightning all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but So what happened I- with her? How? Like, why did she hit you? I don't know, you know. I, I was standing in, um, like I said, at the end of that apartment complex. I was up against the corner, and um, I was actually on on the opposite side as to where the cars typically turn out like that. Um, I think she just cut it real good, and like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe the emergency crews because there was a water main break, and the whole road was uh, not closed, but on down to one lane, they were doing slow. You know, the um, workers out there with their slow and stop signs, right? Um, so maybe she got a little. You know, distracted with that, or um, you know, just it could have been a lot of different things. I, I definitely know I will not be doing a live <laughs> shot in that area in that spot ever again. Though, well, I've it, learned from this, it's well, all good. I don't need to get hit by another car. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's
3: clearly, and this is a common <laughs> thing. thing. They they send they send you know you you do the live shot from a location with a water main break or whatever, and it, it happens constantly. But uh, I mean, we've had stories here. We had uh, the, the Fox Twenty Nine reporter Steve Kelly. Just got blasted by a snow plow, yeah. Uh, yeah and that became a it's viral sensation. The truth of the matter is you you guys are out doing this stuff oh we are we good there yeah, yeah you guys back. are out and uh, doing this stuff, and it's always a risk when you're standing roadside or or by something that might distract yeah. a driver so uh do they do they when you're one of these kind of reporters that's going out to this sort of thing, do they give you a little instruction on how to maintain your safety while you're out there uh,
5: you know y- yeah, they definitely do, and um, you know, we we do have safety gear if needed. But I, I wasn't on the road, yeah, so yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I didn't think, and I, you know, I just had so many. Indicators that I'm in a safe spot. Even the water uh, guys were like, yeah, just park up there. You won't be in our way. You'll be good. And I was like, okay, great. This is <laughs> going to work out so good. And um, yeah, you know, um, but the thing is, is there is a lot of journalists out there now taking this incident and, and they're, you know, kind of advocating for journalism safety. And I, I totally understand. I think it's a conversation that should be had. However, in that moment, I did not feel in danger. Right. Had I felt in danger, <laughs> I would have left. And my boss would have never second guessed that you know, she's first to tell me just head out if you're not feeling safe. Cool.
7: Um, right. you know,
5: it's just one of those freak accidents. <laughs> but yeah, they do teach us to be safe and stuff. It I, I don't know, it was just a crazy incident. Um, and I really don't know how she how she hit me. Um, yeah. you know, my car was parked like fifteen feet away from me look up a little bit. Um, but I thought that was gonna be safe because people typically just go around it <laughs> yeah. so they'll kinda, you know, go around you too sure. you're close enough to it. Just didn't work out in my favor, man. Yeah. Well, Tori, <laughs> so uh, you know,
4: you talk about uh, you know people advocating for your safety, and and that's one of the things that started uh, happening last night. Is uh, is you know people were commenting, journalists all over the country and, and maybe even the world have been talking about because there have been cost cutting uh, measures that are, that TV stations are are you know implementing where normally you'd be out there with a photog, and so now you're out there by yourself. So you know, people are saying that if you had a photog with you, you know he or she could have warned you that. Somebody was on the way. um, Right. Somebody was coming. And yeah, so so there has been that sort of viral aspect of it all, is, is, you know, your contemporaries are advocating for you and other yeah, people like absolutely.
5: you. Absolutely. Yeah, and and you know, we could do the what-ifs all day about yeah. it. Um, you know, I, the thing is it, when you are in these, uh, these size markets, they're smaller, not as many, uh, you know, people, so smaller, mid-size. E- even the larger markets, though, I've noticed lately, they're having one-woman, one-man bands. And the thing is, is I signed up for this. I knew what I was getting into. This yeah. wasn't my first rodeo on a live shot by myself. So, The the issue, you know, again, I I understand advocating for the safety. I am all for it. And, again, think a conversation should be had. However, in this situation, I didn't feel danger, like in danger. You know, I, 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 I was just like alright, I'm just going to do a quick live shot and then, you know, yeah, a car hit me but I mean I
3: you know, like, yeah. it's, it's a water main break, yeah uh, it yeah. You yeah.
8: Know? yeah, so Tori, listen um, uh, I know you're going to Pittsburgh next in your career and uh, oftentimes as you uh, you move up the chain in broadcasting uh, you'll hear from directors and producers to, um, you know, lose that Philly accent. Please, never ever lose your Philly <laughs> yeah. accent. You can hear it. It's so endearing. You know what, I know
5: it's because I'm comfortable with you guys so that's why I, I'm talking the way I normally would talk but yeah on tv and they do they do tell me you can't have an accent so i i do try and clean it up but in that incident i was like there's no way <laughs> you know I, I i do try and put a filter on it and try you know and and i practice my speech and uh but yeah you know it's always going to be there it's just one of those things and i appreciate that so much because you know it is it is home for me yeah so, i mean just pardon me
1: Um, By the way, if you're just tuning in, it's Tori Yorgi. She went viral yesterday, works as a uh, reporter in West Virginia and was hit by a car during a live report. And and her last week of work, by the way, I mean, like this has got this happens on the last week. Uh, somebody texted in and says, "Uh, your aunt owes a restaurant, owns a restaurant in the area.
7: Yeah, so why not yeah,
1: not Go ahead I and get give it. that a plug.
5: Oh, yeah, I would love to. It's the best restaurant in the whole world. My aunt Peggy. Um, it's on Flint Hill Road in uh, King of Prussia. It's called Gateway Cafe. Um, yeah, she was uh, they actually a few years back when I was interning at Fox Twenty Nine. They they went out there, Bob Kelly, and oh. so yeah, Gateway Cafe." Hill Road. Um, yeah, she's. she's they have amazing food. Um, I think they are relocating soon, but of course, we'll we'll keep up with that. Um, but yeah, no, that's too funny. That, Maybe they'll
1: that. name a dish after you, like pedestrian or, oh on or you know, something my, like that.
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle was saying yesterday, last night, he's like, "We need you to sign a picture. We'll just frame it." <laughs>
7: <laughs> just with being launched. That's too much. Well, that's you- too
5: much. But yeah, I I I'm a Plymouth White Marsh graduate. I'm very proud of my high school. Nice. I, uh, County was very when, when did you graduate? So I'm, I'm proud of my roots. When did you graduate from PW? I, I graduated from PW. Yep, in 2014. Then I went to
3: 2014. Okay. okay. So uh, yep. if you think of the confluence of events here and how everything worked out, and it's your last week at this station, you're going to a station in Pittsburgh. And I, I mean, and you have this. I mean, I, I saw it. Uh, the the whole incident was covered in the daily mail for crying out loud with the video and everything it, it's global yeah. uh you know for for all of the way this could have played out it played out in the absolute best viral way possible it's got to be mind blowing to see that as a journalist you you get information out you try to get information to people and yet it's the reporter being sideswiped by a car that becomes a global news event
5: I know. It's crazy. I mean, you're right. The the last week, like today is literally my last day at the station. I'm thinking I'm going to be a big old crybaby going in there and saying bye to all my people that I love here. And now I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to interview with a bunch. of. It's just crazy how how things have unfolded. Um, But, yeah, you know, I don't know. I really enjoyed my time here, man. And and, and I definitely. uh, Yeah, it's just. Yeah, you're right. It's just crazy how the timing happened yeah. and uh, of course my goal is to get to philadelphia one day so now as i'm sitting here talking to you all it's just super unreal uh <laughs> and you know yeah pittsburgh's um, next but hopefully that's not my last stop
1: Tori, yeah. what's the what's the station in pittsburgh where you'll be working the
5: station is wtae it's the uh pittsburgh's action news for it's ABC. all right cool
1: yeah. you will officially be the most famous new reporter <laughs> they ever have I mean,
5: yeah yes. you know i just People will look at me, um, I know they're going to look at me and be like, oh yeah, she was hit by a car. It's going to take a little while. I hope they watch for the story, you know, and uh, not to see if I just get hit by another car. That's, that's I mean, hope. you never know. That
4: station might have planted that lady in that car. And <laughs> made
5: yeah, her. you know. Let's I hit know. her in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, that, news, that uh, that station too. They did call me like right away the first thing the next morning and checked on me. And they yeah. were,
1: they uh, were super nice. Sweet that's nice. That's cool. Have, have they? Did they want to have you on for an interview or anything like that?
5: No, no. I think he was like no. I, well, I told him I was a little overwhelmed with, like, the request yeah. that I got yesterday. So I think he was kind of, you know, uh, we'll just, we'll get her when we get <laughs> okay. her and all right. it'll all be good. Yeah. So, no, they, I haven't been on there um, yet. So, but, you know, it's just, it's kind of a weird situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes,
8: absolutely. Yeah. All the way around. Uh, Tori, I know you're a big uh, Eagles fan. Did you see that Lane Johnson actually tweeted at you yesterday?
5: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I scream I, I I think I was like crazier than the Today Show and then you know I I talked to Brandon Graham this morning what? on uh, WIP yeah. it, it was it's just been a crazy like forty eight hours wow. I I I love my birds and um yeah that that part was like. Oh, oh my gosh, that's where that's when I lost it. Honestly, I was like, this is this is too much for me right now. That's wow. cool. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, that's yeah. that, listen. I, I I I can't say I'm happy you got hit by a no, car. No. I mean, that's just there's <laughs> no way to 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 say you know that. But I'm glad you're getting the attention you're getting. That's really oh, cool.
5: Yeah. Thank you. I know. I, I you know it's going. I, I don't know. I, I guess it's just one of those things. You just take a negative and make it into a a positive. Um. You know. Everybody tells me my reaction was priceless and um, I don't know. You know, when you're in the moment and like that and, and the personality and just the person I am, I'm just I talk myself through situations <laughs> and I think that's what, what I was trying to do and I figured, well, you know what? If I keep going on with the report, I yeah. won't cry yeah. and yeah. I'll, you know, I'll just forget about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then, of course, when I was done, the report, you know, it, it, it did not. That's just, that was It the didn't beginning.
3: mitigate it at all. Oh. Yeah. But that's
1: um, it. That's it, yeah. what a professional does. Yeah. You you carry on, man. That's what you do. You're, you're on your thank way you. so that's thank awesome you
5: so much thank hey, you well
1: thank you for coming on this morning yeah. tori we know oh, you're
5: overwhelmed
1: but maybe we'll we'll see yeah. in person someday okay
5: you guys are so fun thank, thank you, you. Yeah. so much yeah. for everything good thank luck with you. everything tori you're yes. you guys.
1: headed Woo. to uh pittsburgh <laughs> hit by a car on live tv in west
7: virginia
5: <laughs> <laughs> i oh, hope we see gosh. her here i hope she I makes
1: it too. back to philly you know <laughs> you know you know uh oh my god she's adorable yeah she's great she seems as sweet as you could possibly be man you guys ever been hit but as a pedestrian, like bumped or anything like that? Yeah. I have
3: not. No. Yeah. Someone coming out of a parking lot. Really? Same same sort of scenario of side swipe, front quarter panel, you know. Yeah. So I was I wasn't launched, I was rolled down the side of the car. As, okay. as, you know, like you start spinning around. Right. So that was that was that hit. Um yet she had a really good uh, situation. My brother, my older brother, was hit years ago. He was hit from behind a car coming at a pretty decent velocity. He happened to that day be wearing a school pack with a thermos and a lunchbox oh, wow. in the back. Wow, help protect him. And right? that helped protect him, yeah. Wow. Because I wonder, you know, I mean, if
1: you get hit, you're, you're lucky. If it hits too low, uh, you know, you're going you're to bend you know, and, and, yeah. and end up going under, or I think if, if it hit, well, I don't know. If it hits
3: too high, you'd end up going underneath the car. There, um, there, yeah, there's, well, we we were looking at some footage this morning of a guy on a motorcycle. Colliding with a car. Do you remember the time that we
1: we talked about this on air? About uh, people who've been knocked out of their shoes? Literally knocked out of their shoes. And And they'll find
3: the shoes,
4: you know... And well, it's
1: it's more common than you think like yeah. literally you get hit and their shoes go flying and yeah. what they
4: say normally is if you lose one shoe you have a chance of living if you oh, lose both wow. shoes there's you know Oh really? Yeah yeah it's, it's kind a, of a rule of thumb. Th- think yeah. of
3: the the unstop so think of the weight of a car the and you think of it you know an unstoppable force mm-hmm. um you know and just by sh- sheer sheer size and momentum it doesn't have to be going fast you saw the way she got launched you know, and that woman was, she was coming out of a parking lot. So she wasn't going 50 miles an hour. Right, right. It was just a very slow progression, but it launched her. That's all you need. Yeah, hang on a second here. I'm going to go to uh, Justin. Hey,
1: Justin, good morning.
12: Hey, you crumbums. Ah, <laughs> yeah, crumbum. yeah. Nothing but a crumbum. Hey, what's up, bud? Uh, hey, uh, a buddy of mine, actually, I was with,
13: uh, this was like back in the 90s when we were younger. Uh, we were outside of a carnival up in Roxborough. And we ran across the street. He got hit by a car. He went flying, knocked out of his shoes, and actually got up. He wasn't seriously hurt, but ended up walking away from it. Knocked out break. of
3: his shoes? And he, he was he was able to walk away?
13: He walked away. I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, he kind of limped around a little bit, but uh, he probably could have cleaned up with the insurance company. But Jesus. That,
3: yeah. Off. I mean, they think of the velocity. Think of the impact to yeah. launch you out yeah. of your shoes.
13: Yep. Yeah, not both of the shoes. I it, I don't know how that happens, but it definitely
1: happened. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go to some other calls. Let me go to... Uh, I have JJ. Hey, JJ, good morning.
14: Guys, guys, what's up?
1: Yeah, Bob. what's going on? All
12: right, so I was uh, driving in the rain uh, in my truck, and I saw a girl had flipped her car over on its side, and she had come to rest on the shoulder of the highway. So... As I was approaching, I realized she wasn't out of the car yet, so I stopped mm. to help get her out of the car because it's not safe. Right. Uh, well, while that was happening, some other people stopped, and I was looking in the car at her, like, communicating, and I didn't hear everybody start to, like, start to shout, you know, like, move, move, move. Yeah. The two guys that were next to me ran up the embankment, and one guy turned around to reach back for me, but he was too late. Oh, man. A semi came and <gasps> hit the accident scene. Whoa. Holy yeah. hell. It hit it, it hit her car, which was on its side into my body, and then that propelled me backwards and then the truck, which was still moving forward, hit me directly Whoa. And, threw, and threw me onto my back. damn did
3: you got hit by a truck what kind yeah. of What kind of internal damage did you have?
12: I actually got away without very severe injuries because what happened was when the truck hit me, it pushed me out in front of it. And as the wheel was coming towards me, I was kicking at the wheel to push my body away from getting ran over by the truck. Oh,
3: my God, man. Wow. You were within seconds.
12: That's, yeah, it, that, it was really close because, like, the truck went up the embankment. So as they started yelling, I look up and, like, not, like, up and straight outward. I, like, looked straight up, like, craned my head up towards the sky. Right. Because the truck was coming down the embankment at me. So it hit me and, like, busted my chin open. I got all bruised up from sliding on the pavement, and uh, I sprained my ankle, kicking at the truck. Wow. Was
1: anybody else uh, hit or hurt when that truck hit?
12: The girl that was uh, in the sideways car, she got hit by the truck, but she was in the car, so her body was kind of protected from it. But I was uh, basically the worst one off.
3: And your your injuries, to put this in perspective, a guy dressed as a peanut had worse injuries than you had.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got it over. <laughs> yeah. All right.
3: Oh thanks, JJ. You're
1: Appreciate it. That's pretty wild, man. Uh hang on, I'll go to Vanessa next. Hi, Vanessa. Good morning.
10: Good morning, President Steve. How are
1: you guys? Great. Oh, wow. How are you doing, Vanessa?
10: I'm doing all right. I just wanted to call in. I, you guys are talking about losing your shoes. I actually got hit by a car about four years ago walking from behind, and uh, I was wearing a backpack that saved my life because it got ripped in shreds, oh. and it had wine bottles in it. And they said if there weren't towels in the backpack, it would have been my back.
3: See, alcohol again wow. Saves lives. Saves. Lives. But that, that backpack am. scenario, it's the same thing that happened yeah. with my brother. The backpack served as a, as a cushion, and that's what saved him. And your shoes? Yeah, and
10: the, it, I got thrown right out of my shoes. I broke my face in four places, but oh. I'm still oh doing all right. God.
3: I'm and glad both, that happened. Wow,
1: man. Uh, I was mm-hmm. walking
10: down the road at a festival, and someone hit me from behind, and... Uh, I had about four hours of
1: amnesia, but I actually signed myself oh my an and worked for the party I was supposed to go to. <laughs> you went, to, you the the went to the party you were supposed to go to. Nice. Where's the wine? <laughs> yeah, literally. Wow. All right. Thanks, Yikes. Vanessa. That's crazy, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, hang on. Let's go to, oh, this is in Kathy's neck of the woods. Uh, I'll go to Craig. Hey, Craig, good morning. <laughs>
13: <laughs> huh? What's up, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe I actually got through to you guys. Yeah, I um, made it. So a few years back, I used to live in Kansahakim, and I was going out one night. I was right at the intersection there with Gup, where Guppies is.
7: Ah,
2: uh. and make- Maple.
13: Um, yep, I'm making a left hand turn, and I never saw a woman who was crossing the street, and I hit her.
7: Mm-hmm.
13: I was going maybe five miles an hour, and I, you know, jumped out of my car to make sure she was okay. I helped her over to the sidewalk. I run down the street because her shoes must have flown about 25 feet down the street. Oh, my God. Nobody else, not one other person got out of their car to see if she was okay, (sighs) see what happened. Everybody else kept going on their way. She ended up being fine, but the funny part about it is... I lived in the, the, a condo building right there, and I've never seen this woman before in my life until that day. I realized she lived not only in the same building, but right across the hall from me. Oh, my like God. God. Oh, wow.
3: Okay. Man, listen, so, if you don't like your neighbors, just tell them. Yeah.
13: <laughs> so after that, we would bump into each other all the time, and it was always super awkward. I was always extra nice to her. Yeah. Not what do you you? Sh- nothing to do with me. Oh, well, no yeah. kidding.
3: What do you say to somebody like that? Now... Wow. Was she she leaving Guppies A? And did she have the Kathy Romano sandwich with her?
13: (laughs) Uh, I believe she was eating the sandwich. (laughs) As she? It was was so delicious.
3: Thank you, Craig. Appreciate
1: it. By the way, here's a text. And Nick asked if they could call in, but uh, we haven't received a call from them. But listen to this No lie. And I can produce the newspaper article. I was hit a total of 27 times by a car in my life. Not one. Was in what and not one was I in a car? What he says and I have a metal face to prove it.
8: LOL. Oh
3: my god, that's a story that needs to be heard. I hope I hope this
8: person no. gets it. Finally, just uh, replied. So they said they're going to call back. So hopefully we, we'll, we got to take a break. Okay. But
1: maybe you know in the next segment, yes, uh, we'll have a chance to talk to somebody <laughs> with a story like that. We we might Crazy. be able to fit that in. All right. Well, anyhow. Be careful out there, friends. But I I love this Tori Yorgi. She's great. great. That was excellent. So we're going to break. Come back in a second. Another great guest, Michael Yo, will be on the show. And you know what? I want to give away some Villanova men's basketball tickets. You get a pair if you're calling number 15 to get to go to a Villanova men's basketball game. From Delaware Valley Honda Dealers, proud partners of Villanova basketball. Visit your local dealer for a great deal today. Go Cats. And we'll be right back.
11: Get what you want, when you want it. MMR On Demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush. Sarah's Rock Breakdown. MMR Podcasts. The latest videos and interviews with your fave artists. And lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com. Our next guest is going to be
1: at uh, Punchline tonight and tomorrow. We love talking to him. And every time I think of him, oddly enough, I don't think about how funny he is. I think about... Why can't I be good looking too? Yes, yeah, he's a yeah. son of a you bitch. Know, but he's, he's funny and he's good looking, hilarious and good looking, <laughs> Sopping up all the good attributes while we get stuck with the crap. That's right. But he's Michael Yo.
16: Hey. Yeah. Hey. This, this morning, what's up, what's Michael? Up, guys, how you doing, man? I'm good. I, it's nice seeing ugly people in the morning. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, it makes know, me feel better. Not, it myself. makes you feel better. It's it's better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, we serve a purpose. See, I need to wake up with you guys every morning. You know, you make me feel better about myself. That's why,
3: like I say, Michael, it's always good to have a friend who's older than you are. Just he's gonna be uh, gonna say, "Well, I'm not him. I'm not that old." So it always helps. And then to be surrounded by ugly people, it's gotta make you feel but feel
16: much better. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I'm on cloud nine right now. Let me <laughs> tell you, this is the best. This is the best. Nice. We, we
3: wish you were in studio. I know Casey. everybody is mentioning it's the case, we're gonna get past this uh, as we have. We we had been open for a while, but you know, I guess all the stuff that's going on. Uh, you know, and and it seems to be going in the right direction again. But you're out, you're performing, um, and uh, you know you've got to be loving this. I, you because you have so many irons in the fire. You got the podcast, you got all the other stuff going on. But uh, yes, I think. And we talked about this last time. The thing that is the main thing for you is getting on stage. Correct?
16: Oh, a hundred percent. Look, you know my story about COVID. I almost died from it, yep, and yep. I'm back on stage, and this is the whole thing. When people get COVID, my friends be like, I, I just got COVID. I go, oh, you got third-string COVID. Okay, you got you got, you got uh, Michael Jordan playing baseball COVID. This is not the COVID I got. You know what I mean? Right. But my thing is I want people to come out, and I just want people to laugh because I feel like we're finally getting through it, and we're seeing the other side of it. And uh, you know, I hear a lot about it. it's going to be cold this weekend. I'm from Las Vegas, so <laughs> if I can come out, you can come out, okay? But yeah, no, I love being on stage. I just shot a special last week, so they'll see the new special. It's a whole hour of new material, so I'm excited for people to come out and just laugh and enjoy and get away from the problems. I know? give
3: I give you all the credit in the world because I mean, you you know, your your decision to to, to become really um, committed to stand up. Uh, was something I mean you had a lot of other things that you were doing as well, but you it 's not like you you were you know playing light and loose with it you you jumped right in and committed um at that point when you made that decision did you were you just consumed with confidence or were you nail biting like crazy?
16: you know what I had great teachers like Joe coy was my mentor he oh. was the first guy to bring me into comedy, so I saw him do it, and he just basically said that. He, he kind of like was like, you know how to do this. You're going to be great at it. It's just storytelling. And I and I say, if you're from radio, yeah. radio makes stand-up very easy because we have to paint pictures with just words. Once they see you, to me, that was a lot easier uh, once they can see you do act-outs and things because radio, to me, is a talent that not many people can do because people are like, all you do is talk. <laughs> but you got to talk and make people interested. So I feel that any radio DJ could be you know a solid comedian.
3: Well it's funny because we've had people come in who've done who've moved into the world of of podcasts. We've had all sorts of com, you know comedians and friends of ours who have you know I'm going to I'm doing my podcast and then they they come back after doing it for a little while and they come in and they say, "What you guys do is pretty hard." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. yeah, but so you're right. You came from radio, so you know what's involved in you are, it's not like, I think I'll do a podcast this week. It's like, you're cracking that mic and you better be ready to have stuff to say.
16: Yeah. And, and I, I think comedians, let, let's be honest. A lot of comedians don't have big personalities. They're great <laughs> on stage, but once they're off of stage, they're horrible. in interview. I'm sure y'all interviewed yes. some comedians that you were like, how are you so funny on stage, but so miserable in real life. And so <laughs> yeah. a lot of people that do podcasts like that, nobody wants to hear that. So it's really tough for them to open up on that type of platform.
1: Uh, it's been kind of heavy in the world of comedy, and I know you covered it on your on your um, yes. on your podcast oh. with Bob Saget and and the, the legendary, I mean, both legendary, but Betty White as well. Um, did you and Bob have any interactions throughout the years? Because he you seemed know to know everybody.
16: Yeah, man. I, I tell you, with Bob, I hung out with him in Denver. Of course, I saw him in L.A., but he was the when you know. I've heard it said, and every experience I've had with him, I performed with him like ten times at when I say the nicest guy, like he's so he's so big, he fills up, he filled up a room, and just the nicest guy you will ever meet, and yeah. really cares. Like he's one of those people that when he talked to you, he looked you right in the eye, and he made you feel like you were the only person in the room. You, you're, and you're, not a lot of people do that, but especially his stature. A lot of people you talk to, they they're talking to you, but they're looking at who's walking in behind. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, and he, yeah. he was that guy that just looked you in the eye and really cared about what you did. And if you did something great, he would let you know. You know and what? that was the great thing about Bob.
3: Right? No, you're exactly right. And, and so we've described people. And then we've, we have friends of the show. We have, you know, people all over entertainment. Bob was in sort of a rare position because, again, you said it as the truth. Are you talking to me, or you're talking in my direction? And and Bob was always talking to you. Was genuinely interested in what was going on, and there was a, a, a very um, familial sense with having him on the show, and it was always great. And we actually talked to him. The the last time was just prior to Norm McDonald passing, and that rocked his world. And it was just this this cavalcade of things. Uh, but it is it's uh, again if. To go out with that Bob Saget legacy, mm. I haven't heard one ill word about him. He went out mm. the right way. It, it was too soon, clearly. Right. But if you're going yes. to have a legacy to pass on, yeah. let it be a Bob Saget legacy.
16: And and that's the thing now is that we all get to tell his story. Yeah. You know, and that that's the beautiful thing because there is not a negative word I've ever heard about Bob Saget. And. For years and years to come, when, you know, Bob Saget's name comes up, he did it right, man. Like, no one's going to say any bad words about him. Nobody's going to say anything bad about him. He did it right, and we will live on. You know, we will tell his story let to me ask, everybody else.
3: Let me ask you, have you ever, ever encountered someone? And, and So, you know, the years I was doing comedy, there. The, you're right. There At that time, there was a lot of really morose people who had achieved, you know, Fair amount of success, but didn't get that big break. It was it was well before social media and so on and so forth, and all of these things that could help you know a career along. Um, did you did you ever uh, encounter someone and you called it completely wrong about them? You know, like you thought that oh, this is an insufferable canker sore of a human being, hmm. and, and only to, to well, have a complete reversal.
16: I got to tell you, before I interviewed Jennifer Lopez the first time, everybody said how horrible right. she was, and like oh, she's this, she's high maintenance, she's. I've interviewed her probably about 15 times. Wow. And for me, one of the nicest people you will ever meet in an interview. And then when I see her out, she's, she's pleasant and nice, too. You know, I wouldn't say I know her like yeah. that. But, I mean, the people painted this image yeah. of, like, she was just the worst person in the world But then when I had interaction with her, it was great. And also that was true about Jennifer Aniston when I first started. They were like, Jennifer Aniston will not talk to anybody, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. And the first time I interviewed her, we just clicked. And then it just became like every time she would see me, she would go, you know. So (laughs) what people, I I believe that, you know, and I go back to radio. We have a way of connecting with people that a lot of people don't have. You
4: know, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And so radio, uh, you obviously you do a great stand up comedy you know, interviewing on TV. But you're also an actor. And, and I, you know, the amount of times we've had you on our show, I don't know if we've ever brought this up, but you're in a movie. It's one of Steve's favorite movies. It is a movie. Oh, that. Lord. No, no, seriously. It's a movie that focuses on courage. <laughs> yeah. Positivity yes. and the effects and, and the triumphs of the underdog. Uh-huh. It's from Justin to Kelly, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah we, 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 we did talk about it. But Steve but, loves that yeah. movie. He mm-hmm. do not? So, and I, I listen. It is, and I, he's not <laughs> lying. I love that mm. movie. Uh, and everything that is wrong is what's great about that movie. And we <laughs> we are we're so you know we are we are friends with uh, with uh, uh, um, Justin, Justin Justin as well, yeah. and uh, and so he's he is a legitimate friend of the show. A great guy, super talented. And I think even he has a warm spot for that Why movie. Why do you love that movie so much, Steve? Be- because it's, kind of it's, it's so, it's so incorrect yeah. in, in everything it does, and yet it all meshes together in a wonderful. I love I love bad movies that started out with the best of intentions. Uh, you, like you can't you can't force like a lot of times people try to force bad cult movies. It doesn't work. Right. They really this is going to uplift humanity. And it and it makes you actually feel worse when you see it. So, but that's the that's the beauty of it. You know
16: what I'm saying? Right, but but that just shows you that just shows you how bad I was back then because they cut me out of the movie. I think I'm on the extras. I've oh, never seen it. Before. No, like oh yeah, yeah, I don't think because I was like VJ number three or something. Yeah. Did a beach scene and I didn't act at the time. And it was like I I think they even cut me out of the movie. But I am happy to say. I am happy to say I'm in a new TV show that's coming out on Apple with Bonnie Hunt. Uh-huh. I do some real acting in that. Okay. Nice. April. So listen, get ready. Nice. No,
2: but listen, Steve, you're not the only one. I That movie I was in, I remember exactly where I was when I watched From Justin to Kelly. I was in Orlando, okay? We were going to the theme parks. And I was like, hold on, wait, the movie's not over yet. And I finished the movie before wow. we left.
16: That, well, that says a lot, see? <laughs> well, listen, no, I went. Go ahead. I I just found out that Justin Guarini is the Dr. Pepper guy. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, you didn't know he's <laughs> little he's little sweet. I didn't know that.
3: That's yeah. so awesome. Dude, he yeah. would he would come on and and we would be excited to play the new audio from a from a 20 second commercial <laughs> that he just did for Dr. Pepper and he nails it. It's hilarious. We've asked, is there going to be a little sweet movie. S- movie or yeah, series? Sure. That be. would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It would be better than that
16: caveman thing they did when you met <laughs> the Geico oh, caveman.
9: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. Horrible.
3: Hey, I wanted to ask
1: about uh, about this show uh, on Apple Plus because or Apple TV+, Plus because that is becoming kind of one of my really go-to streaming networks. So many good oh. things on there, Ted Lasso and, and uh, The Morning Show. And just show after show has been popping up on there. So what, what is this show about that you've so, you got coming up?
16: So... It's crazy. Everybody knows the legendary Bonnie Hunt. So yeah, I, I got casted. You know, I've been acting a lot now over the last, you know, two years. And literally, they're like, you got a casting. And I go on Zoom because they're not doing in-person. Bonnie Hunt is on there. All of her team is on there. All the people from Apple are on there. And they're like, all right, let's go. And it was the most amazing time. She's the most loveliest person. It's a dramedy. I play an ex-husband that's trying to get in my kid's life. And... My wife in the show, my ex-wife in the show is Sarah Drew, who played April yeah. Kempner and Grey's Anatomy. yeah, yeah, for nine years. So yeah, so uh, yeah, it's big time, man, and uh Ashley Williams is in it, so it's 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 uh, very exciting, it's very exciting, so um well, I, well, I'm in in the buzz when you say Apple right now, Apple TV plus. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of great programming coming out. Well, Mystic
3: Quest as well. Our friend Rob McElhaney, you know, uh, has that series as well. And, you know, the the thing is that they finally did what a lot of people have been hoping they would do is they've turned it into a straight-up app. So even if you have – you don't have to have an Apple TV. You can get it on anything now, Yep. uh, which which makes you – Well, I
16: tell you, I can't wait, and I want to be the first one, and that's why I'm coming out with these specials now. I want to be the first comedian on Apple because, let me tell you, the first comedian (laughs) – that gets an Apple stand-up special, and they push it to everybody's phone. Lights out. So <laughs> yeah. like, whoever's right. that first guy, they're going to be huge. You're
3: going to be like yeah. the U two album they gave out to everyone. So yeah, <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs>
16: it'll be like MySpace for Dane Cook. You remember that? You know, yes, yeah. yeah, you're right, dude. You're right. You, you, would,
3: made you would that work? You'd be My- Michael. Yo is the one who kicked off the stand-up comedian special. You remember years? Maybe, maybe you, you don't. But at the beginning of uh, the HBO, the young comedian special, when you had you know all the all those guys, cl- Andrew Dice Tim Clay Allen. for Christ's sake. Like, yeah, yeah all of those guys were part of that initial wave and it was like oh my god you 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 know you immediately got that, that you were associated with that forever yeah. that'd be very cool yeah
16: it, it well like in in russell peters uh he did it with uh youtube he exploded on YouTube and then now he can go anywhere in the world and sell out so it's a thing where I have all these friends that are like selling out stadiums now when I knew them, they were like you know, trying to get people in clubs, so it's just an amazing journey to watch. Well, you you
3: worked uh, with uh, Kevin Hart, um, yes. uh, and and uh, you know the fact that he came in and did shows at the Link, you know, the, or we, we've had um, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco come in and yep. do uh, to do a full arena to do fifty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand people. And you, you say, that used to be, to me, that would seem to be a nightmare for com- for comedians. And now the technology is such you can do that. Is that something you can see yourself doing one day? Oh, 100%. I'm, yeah.
16: Like, I'm not in it just to play around. I'm yes. in it for the big time. You know what I mean? So I feel like, I'm a type of guy that likes to fail fast. If I know I'm not good at something, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting out. Yeah. you know? <laughs> right. You know, I am not. I don't believe, like, you know, we've all seen people in the industry for like 15, 16 years, and you're like, you seem like you haven't been in it that long and that's not <laughs> the crap on anybody. It's just like, if I'm not great at something, I want to be great. And all the guys that I surround myself with or talk to about comedy, they are all those guys right now that are filling up stadiums and you see their journey and you're like, Oh, I can do that too. I remember the first time I moved to LA, I had a radio studio across from Ryan Seacrest and he was on American idol doing 30 million people a year, right. you know, an episode. And I thought that was untouchable when I was in Miami, but when they put me across from him and I saw him walk by every morning, and he was like, what's up, yo. I go, Oh, I can do that. Right. Cause he's right there. It's very realistic. Cause you're, you're rounded all the time. And I feel that that's something I want to accomplish. And that's what I'm working for. Cause I know it can happen because it's happened to great friends of mine. It's that,
3: that's a that's a great way to look at it. And let me ask you though. And we, we kind of think the same way. Are, do you end up, do you end up being your own worst critic as a result of that drive? Yes. Yeah.
16: Yes. I. I. As soon as I'm done with something, I just shot my special last week, and I'm going, "Oh my God! I could have done this. I could have done that." But that's what makes you, you know, uh, you want to be great. You know, if you're just happy with everything you do, you won't get better.
3: <laughs> this yeah. Kid's so true. You, there are a lot of people out there who are just who are just very happy with everything they do, and it's like, well, oh, then it's not that good. You know. <laughs>
16: no, and I hate those people.
3: <laughs> I really hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about just quickly? What about uh, with you have these people? millions and millions and millions of dollars being generated off social media, TikTok stars. And and, for, and mind you, as Preston points out, and there is a creativity out there, but there's also a lot of really the definitive flash-in-the-pan sort of entertainer, oh, yeah. and that's kind of weird to, you know, you're doing it the classic way, and then you're seeing this happen on the periphery, uh, you know, does that
16: blow your mind well, or does me, it piss me you, me you off? Well, no, no, no. I don't care what other people do. That's my thing. I stay in my lane. But with TikTok, the weird thing about TikTok, we're showing younger people it's cool to steal.
8: You know what (laughs) It's like that
16: whole platform is stealing somebody's voice and just repeating it. Yes. You know, so we're teaching kids, oh, you don't need to be original. You don't need to come up with your own content. Just copy somebody else's and get views off of it. Which is very weird to me.
3: You're spot on. A lot Great. of in fact we, we talked about the, the notion that somebody'll just go on, use the spoken audio from someone else's video and just lip sync that, yep. and that'll be their presentation. Mm-hmm. I've
16: had tons of comedians that that people steal their clips and retell it on TikTok like Sam Morrell it's happened to uh a couple other comedians I know it's happened to literally will take their stand up special cut mm. it up and then just recite what they said in it and then it goes viral. Dude that wow. sucks. No credit. that's That's
4: that's a good. nightmare, yeah. Yeah and like a true yeah. artist wouldn't be able to do that. Like I think of that movie uh yesterday, right? Did you ever see the yesterday the movie? No, no. Uh, I it's it, well so essentially what happens is uh, the whole world just forgets that the, the Beatles even existed, except for this one guy, and he starts creating all. You know, I mean, he realizes this. Oh,
7: I did see that. Yeah.
4: Yes, yeah. I did see it. But yes. at a Great certain movie. point, it just doesn't feel right because he knows it's not his right? right, even though the world is is a worse off place without the Beatles, and he knows that the world needs this music. It eats away at him. It eats away at him. Yeah, you think yeah, happen, but you
1: think people is. just keep, keep check- cashing their checks that they'll get. You know, <laughs> yeah. right? No, That's that's, and a movie. that's the thing.
16: <laughs> This kid was a lot older. You're talking about 12-year-old kids, yeah, you know, yeah. 13-year-old kids, mm. you know? And that that's the thing. Older people really aren't on TikTok. They may look at it occasionally, but I think older people are more of Instagram and Facebook still. But TikTok, man... Like I said, every time I go on it, it's just people copying other people's stuff. No, you're so right. It's kind of like, you know, that's what we're teaching. I hear yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate.
1: All right, well, listen, Michael, we know you got to, you got the gigs tonight, uh, two tonight and two tomorrow as well. Tickets are on sale. I actually can give away yes. a couple of pairs. Well, of well how guys.
7: about that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, So I'll take college 10 and 11. I'll give you some tickets. We'll have some more to give away later on 215 263 This is for tonight, the 730 show at Punchline. You will love it. We guarantee Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yes, you will hilarious. love it. He's energetic, and he's a good-looking fella, <laughs> and yeah. he loves Philly. That's so right. It's all good, man.
16: Listen. Oh, also, yes. would these people, follow me on Instagram, at Michael Yo. Okay? All
1: right. Absolutely. All right, dude, next time in studio, we will see you, sir. Have a great time in town, all right? Okay, bye,
7: ugly people. <laughs> <laughs> I see
9: no, no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
1: he's great.
3: He's great. He's a, <laughs> he's the nicest guy. He is so a nice, nice. guy. Yep. Uh, you, and you can again, you know, you get good enough to know at this point who is the real deal and, yep. and who is he's the real deal. He's also
8: right, really right. Uh, interactive on Instagram. So if you tag him in a post or you know you reach out to him, he'll reach uh, you know he'll respond. He's he's a good dude. PunchlinePhilly.com
1: dot uh, com to get your tickets. Okay, so. Uh, I do want to get to the connoisseur if we have time because it's our Friday thing. Right. We have we something, were, though. We were yeah. speaking earlier to uh, Tori Yorgi. Uh, you probably saw the viral video if you missed the interview earlier. She was hit by a car while doing a live report in West Virginia. She's a news reporter. Uh, she's from our area. She was just d- delighted, tickled to come on the show this morning. She was adorable. And and we were taking calls from people who have also been hit by a car at one time or another. We got a text from a guy named Paul who has been hit by a car as a pedestrian 27 times. Yes. And he says he's got a he's got a, a newspaper article that can back that and, up.
3: And um, apparently like a metal skull now. That's what he said. Yeah.
1: So uh, let's get him on the line. Hey, Paul, are you there?
3: Yeah, I'm here. How you doing,
14: guys?
3: Good,
1: man. All right, so 27 times. First of all, where are you from?
14: Uh, originally from Altoona, but now I'm up here in Horsham.
1: Okay, okay. and w- have these happened all over the Pennsylvania or tri-state area? No, they were all up in
3: Altoona. Wow! <laughs> so you were hit by uh, vehicles twenty-seven separate times what in Altoona? Altoona. Are you some sort of um, delivery person? Why are you? How is this happening? Give us a uh, give us a thumbnail sketch of how you end up with all these collisions. Oh,
14: thumbnail! You're putting me on the spot here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. I was in junior high when the first one happened. And, you know, when you're that age, you kind of get into some extracurricular activities. You were smoking weed. (laughs) Amongst other things. (laughs) All right. So the first one actually happened. I was riding my mom's bike home. And, you know, I was actually crossing with the light. And these two college chicks just blew the light. And basically made the bike an L-shape. Oh, wow. I was 14 at that one. Okay. And there, there was just a lot that's a blur in between, you know, a lot of concussions, broken bones, all that stuff. The last one, which I think knocked some sense into me as well as some pavement, some gravel, <laughs> some other stuff. Um, I ended up getting clipped on my left knee, flipped up over the car. And smacked my face onto the
3: street. So let me ask you, were, were a lot of these collisions, were you on a bike at the, at the time it happened? Uh,
14: only three of them I was on a bike. The rest I was walking. Only yeah, three of the 27. The, the 24 <laughs> yeah. others were when he was
3: walking. And are you, would you consider, are you a, are you a normal pedestrian? You look both ways. Would you, or are you reckless and cavalier when it comes to the road safety rules? Why? Do, why do you imagine you've gotten hit this many times?
14: I just didn't care.
7: <laughs> you didn't, I just care. didn't
14: care. So you're walking in the road? No, normally on the sidewalk. Sometimes, you know, you go out to the street, you want to get across real quick, you just jaywalk. So you jaywalk uh, a lot. Okay. All right. Do you walk with or
3: against traffic?
14: Normally with, believe it or not.
1: Okay. All right, question. So did uh, anybody ever get any, uh, any trouble with the police? Anybody uh, impaired, drinking or anything like that when they hit you?
14: Uh, a couple of them were yeah okay so that's that's a contributing factor
1: i mean you're 27. listen you got the 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 last one which you got hit in the face would that require any surgery or anything
14: yeah so there's a quick little story to that and you know i'll make it really quick so i know you guys are busy so i got hit smacked my face on the pavement and i ended up with a grade three concussion so i ended up walking home knew nothing i was oblivious I walk in the door. My sister's having a slumber party that night. Mm. So she has all of her friends hanging out. My face is all bloody, like totally caved in. And then I end up going to my parents' room and say, I think I need to go to the hospital. (laughs) They turn on the light. They're like freaking out. And so they ended up running me to the hospital. And I ended up having emergency surgery that night. My entire orbital bone was shattered. God. My cheek... And my jaw were totally shattered, so everything's held on by a bunch of metal plates and screws. Do you have to have your jaw wired shut for a while? Yeah, about eight weeks. Oh. eight weeks so let me,
3: let me ask you like you've had all of these injuries. Do you, like when it's rainy outside, do you start just aching like crazy? I mean do you deal with pernicious pain all the time, or what is your situation right now as far as health and pain?
14: Oh, I know when it's going to rain three weeks in advance. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I would imagine. I would imagine. Yeah, so yeah. when
14: that,
4: that last one that you're talking about, and you're, you walk home, and did they ever catch the person who hit you?
14: No, that was a hit and run. How many were hit and runs? I'm sorry. How that? many of the 27 were hit and runs? Uh, at least a dozen.
3: Wow, that's disgusting, man! You I... hit somebody and take off.
1: Were any of them uh, that you would qualify as being hit just little bumps? Did you have a couple of them that you got away easy on? Mm,
14: maybe one, maybe two, or just, you know, wow. little swipes, kind of like uh, what happened.
3: Right. We need an M. Night Shyamalan <sighs> movie based on your life. <laughs> yeah, right? Man. Collision.
14: The, Neosporin and duct tape works wonderful. <laughs> Paul, how, how old are you now? What
3: that? How old are you? I am 40. 40. Oh, my God. So, yes. I mean, that's that's crazy. So there's there's I, and, and a point in his life where he was getting hit at least once a year.
1: Yeah, and how long ago was that That last one with the face?
3: Last one was
1: 2001. 2001. Okay, okay so he you
3: had a good streak. He a good streak. <laughs> Just wear a lot of bright colors. Dude.
8: And that was one bad streak before the good streak. Yeah. I, and so the, gear.
1: the news article that you had mentioned, who who did a story on you?
14: It was a couple of people I went to school with, and... Uh, they're friends with the doctor, which he couldn't release the name, you know, HIPAA violation. All right, that stuff. right. So they put it out there on their own, but they had that, you know, doctor confirmation type deal.
3: Okay, so the, the, the your patient uh, 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 doctor confidentiality was, was in effect, but they were able to piece the story together. And, and so
14: what paper did this appear in? It was in the Altoona Mirror.
3: The Altoona, Altoona Mirror. Mirror. Wow. All right. If you have a copy or a photocopy or something yeah. you could send us, we'd love to take a look at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
14: When I get home from work, I'll uh, you know tweet you guys with it. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. That's yeah.
1: crazy, dude. All right, Paul. Thanks for sharing, man. And uh, and let's
4: here's to your good streak
1: continuing. Yes. on. All Stay right. Stay
9: safe. Thanks, guys. Stay all safe. right. We'll all
1: see right. you later. Bye-bye. Oh my God. That's
4: crazy. So um, <laughs> you, you know, know, people. I don't have um sidewalks in my neighborhood and so sometimes people will like walk on the street walk well you have to but yeah. at night they'll walk in the street and they don't have they'll be wearing like dark clothes yep. which to me is crazy have you guys seen these reflective pants that they, i think it's called uh lzl run uh no. the they these pants are crazy reflective because i you know I, I will also see people running in like lit up vests and yeah. stuff like that and that's great but these pants that you wear it, like the whole thing, like when a uh, headlight
3: hits it, it, becomes illuminated.
4: Yeah, completely. We it looks need to like send you're
1: wearing a pair to Paul. <laughs> yes, and yeah, exactly. and make sure that that is part of his permanent uh, wardrobe.
3: I like. Yeah, exactly. In fact, just at home he should wear that. <laughs> I occasionally, if I'm out and I'm hiking or I'm jogging out in the dark, I will run holding a fire pit. That's smart. Yeah, um, I mean it's
4: a lot of work too, but you're getting a good workout.
3: Paul reminds me of the guy in the movie The Great Outdoors that was hit by
1: lightning all those times. <laughs> He's been
9: struck by lightning. <laughs> How many times is it now, Reg?
13: Six, six,
12: six, six, six times. Six,
7: six, 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 six
3: sixty-six times. <laughs> it's like also the guy in planes, trains, and automobiles who comes to pick him up in the pickup truck. Do you remember that guy? No, what was his story? <laughs> a, <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, anyhow, interesting stuff this morning. All right, listen, we can't let a Friday go by without talking about some food stories. I want to make sure that we do that now. It's time
16: for the Friday edition of The
3: Connoisseur, the most popular version of The Connoisseur.
1: It'll be a quick one.
3: It'll be a quick one.
1: Um, Today is National Pie Day. Ooh. Sunday. Oh, is it Sunday? Uh, yes, I just wanted to send that to you so
3: that you are armed with that knowledge. Okay. And we uh, all we all like pies, don't we? I
4: love pies. Yeah. Well, I, why don't, don't I don't they, have pie enough. No, but why don't they do Pie Day on Pie Day?
1: Three one four. Yeah, good question. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's when that should be. You're you guys right. prefer
4: well, pie or cake? Like if you're if you cake. had to choose. Well, it depends on which kind of pie and which you know, kind
3: of cake. All right. So be. if you but if you're saying and I understand the parameters in the most general terms. Yes. With the accumulated um, vast array of pies right. and the accumulated vast arrays of cakes, I'm going to have to go with cake. With the acknowledgement
4: that I adore pie. If you took my favorite cake and my favorite pie and and put them in front of me, I would go with the cake. I'd go with the pie. Would you? If it it
1: was my favorite pie and my favorite cake... Uh, well, it depends. I mean,
3: oh, what's the, your favorite
1: pie? The first thing that pops in is is a great apple pie, just a well made apple pie. You I just can't beat it. But like a coconut cream pie mm-hmm. is I- freaking God, we fantastic. Have
2: such different. Um, taste taste. palette. Oh my yeah. god, Nick! I would. Yeah, you hate hot fruit. I would go one hundred percent cake. That's the main reason. Is yeah. most of them, a lot of them, have some sort of warm fruit in it. So
3: for me, the the, <laughs> the pies, like if you're talking uh, apple pie, blueberry pie, I love. Um, the I'm not a big fan of cherry pie, uh, but uh, Boston about, cream pie. What about key lime pie? That's my. Well, first I idea. love key lime pie, <laughs> and and I don't know, and I love lemon meringue pie. Okay, mm-hmm. let me throw this at you. Uh huh.
1: Pies are made with more love than cake.
3: Yo, I
4: think that's how crumb. can you say that?
3: Well,
1: what yeah. a horrible thing to say. Nope, no, I know it's it.
2: It's made with disgusting hot fruit.
3: You hot call fruit it love? Aww. To me, it just... I think, no. It's, no, it's way. more yeah. difficult to make a pie. I think that I believe that a I, than a wonderful cake I think I there's disagree. more love in a pie than there is. In a I
1: cake. disagree.
3: You,
4: you know, listen, Especially
1: if, it's, if you
3: pleasure
4: yourself, it's cake it's, is oh, willy nilly. maybe, but let, no, you willy kidding nilly. Me? You just chuck stuff in a pie crust that's already been pre-made or whatever. Yeah, like, that's
8: what an amateur says. Yeah.
7: Yes, <laughs> would what a, say that. That's what you a Marxist says. Say.
8: <laughs> if, uh, you know, you can do cake mix and that's kind of a cheap way for a cake, too. Um, but Steve, watching like uh, the Great British Bake baking show, which I've read yeah, to far too many yeah. times, uh, when they make a cake on there and it's like a, a cake made with love. I think, like if it's a chocolate cake and it's a cake made with love, uh, chocolate I'm, gonna, cake. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of cake yes. over my favorite pie. Cakes
1: are decorated with love.
3: Mm. Oh, pies okay. are made
8: with pies. Love. Oh,
1: Here's the deal.
3: <laughs> now listen, you've since you've all acknowledged that I'm the expert on this issue. <laughs> we
9: have. We have. We have. We have?
3: for the purpose of this
9: argument i
13: am an expert
3: preston has a, a legitimate point to the 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 actual making of of the the apples the 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 syrup the whole the, the substance the, yeah. the meticulous nature of it mm-hmm. you're more likely to accidentally make a good cake than you are to accidentally make a good pie. I don't well, know. But, um, but, <laughs> well put. But I still believe, right? Steve uh, and, and since you've all acknowledged that I am the expert. Right. Well,
4: then why don't you get birthday pie on your birthdays? Because it's not made with love, and cakes are made with love. This is, I no, love no, you. No, I, I, here's a cake because I love you.
3: I don't. I, well, I don't believe it's bereft of love. For example, my mother used to make me my favorite devil's food cake. With uh, she'd have the different layers joined by uh grape jelly mm-hmm. oh. and Aww. a yes, which helped. was Very thin little oh. bit of grape jelly. Okay. And then uh the, she'd make the homemade chocolate frosting. Yeah. Aww. And to me oh. probably love probably one cake. of the greatest yeah. cakes I've That's ever had in my life. Me. If if I compare the greatest cake experience against the greatest now, mind you, my pie experiences have been incredibly rewarding. Uh but the I had a Nutella cake one time. Mm. That was so good, and, I, and I, it's like it's like you know they, they talk about the luster cocaine like and yeah. all that chasing the dragon. Yeah. I feel that I've been doing that now. I haven't been able to replicate that taste in a cake.
2: Okay, a team cake here. Um, what <laughs> about a lava cake and all lava the oozing chocolate? Yeah. I
3: mean, oh come God. on. That, as far that's as I'm love. concerned, Kathy Nobody said anything about lava. L- <laughs> I don't care. The lava. <laughs> No one can ever hey. t- down-talk lava, even if it's the kind that's wiping out villages. Right. right I have a new <laughs> because it's associated chocolate. with the chocolate lava, right.
4: and I, I have,
1: love that. I have a new controversy to throw into this. All right. Cheesecake. Is that cake or actually a kind of pie?
3: All right. If, oh, if here's,
1: here's, 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 here's what I'm going to tell you. Yeah, it's absolutely garbage. Would- it's got a crust? <laughs> Shit, you, you, shut your hole. <laughs> Cheesecake is Garbage! Oh cheesecake God. is, Preston? There's a whole restaurant chain named after it.
3: Cheesecake is extraordinary. I would say this. You <laughs> have more, more of like a case a to a say cake. it's a pie because you're not, what you're eating is is not cake. Right. Uh, so so uh, you have to have a cake element to it. I love, give me a, a classic cheesecake. Give me a, a, with a little bit of chocolate in it too. I'm 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 thrilled. By the way,
1: I love this uh, text I got. It says, "You can't, you don't put cake on a windowsill like a pie. Therefore, pies are more love." That is from Amy in Milford. Oh yeah, you're Milville. just leaving
4: a pie out there for the freaking Whatever. bears <laughs> to
1: eat. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that pie over there. The bears will
4: get it. Bears are gonna get it. Or the squirrels?
2: Well. I don't know. There's cake shops. Are there pie shops? Yes.
4: Yes. Really? Where? Yes. Mm. I, I,
3: they're called bakeries and they
1: sell both.
3: How about that? Do they? Yeah. So we do have. They? Uh, do they? <laughs> Bedbrex, the uh, right up the street. So it's, you know, that is a well. Do they have a, pies?
4: They do have pies. Oh, they I'm do? just saying, man. Right. When, when you're celebrating the life of somebody, you give them a cake and you don't give them a pie. Clearly, cake is love, pie is.
3: So I'm let, not, me ask, let me I ask like you. Pie. Let me ask you. Dies. Don't well, get me wrong. You don't bring don't them already. a cake. You, what bring about, the, you bring the grieving a
1: pie. No, you do know, What about a large cookie?
3: The large cookie. What does that the, cause? Is it a cookie? It's a cookie. Or is it a cookie cake? It's a cookie.
8: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little surprised at your distaste for cheesecakes. because yeah, Me too. I, because I'm fat.
4: And uh, <laughs> and I love, and I got a uh, big time
3: sweet tooth. And you just, uh, do you have the feeling that I have Nick that he has not had the right cheesecake I think that that's probably I true. I think we need to set up this the same way, like with Grinder. We need to hook you up with the right cheesecake. No, he's gotta go and to let the you guys Creebles. spend the night together. Creebles. Right. Oh, oh Creebles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
8: So or they should come here. Yeah. They're they're make it easy I, for us. I I cheesecake is unbelievable. I
4: love a cheesecake crust, you, okay. you know. So if I had like, if yeah. you're at, you're at a wedding, right? It's not. Oh, yeah. You're at a wedding and you are you, you're. It's you're not know. a
3: classic pie crust though. It's not. No, it's, not, a, it's, no, it's a graham, graham cracker crust. Yes. So nice. if yeah. if the butter, if,
4: you're at a wedding and the meal is done and then they bring you a cheesecake and that's uh-huh. all you can have for um, dessert, I will eat the crust. No problem. cross right, Preston,
2: here you go. Uh, so, we're going to go to Bread and Beck's Bakery. We will say that they are, uh, they would be experts in this. Right? They're
3: an exceptional bakery. On,
2: on their menu, Preston, uh, they have cheesecakes listed with the pies and tarts. Uh,
3: so,
1: there you That's go. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's, yeah. it. That's okay. it. Yep. Okay. Should we put
8: up like a, a Twitter poll? I think, I bet your already has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Why did I even bother bringing yeah. that up? <laughs> it was already done.
3: Marissa actually had it up before we started Oh, oh well, she about it. did the cheesecake. Question. Oh, okay, oh, that's good as well.
8: All right, yeah, but I'm I'm also curious as to whether or not people prefer cake to pie.
3: You'll get you'll get cake. Cake, I, I,
1: listen, I'm just sticking up for pie. I, I, it's okay. I, 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 you'll you'll probably get cake because
3: uh, cake is universally um known for uh celebrations i think i think you know but i i i hear you on the i mean some of the greatest experiences of my life have been with a pie
8: yeah i think <laughs> there's more, I think there's
1: more love in a pie i think that it takes more to make a great
3: pie
8: cake is a worldly known cake. good dessert yeah
3: yes and i'm not talking about decorating do you know what i also love too what the very interesting offshoot the bunt cake oh man bundt cakes are fantastic. nothing bunt cake is nothing bunt cake sweet mother of god mm-hmm. they
2: should really send us stuff
3: <laughs>
4: she's so sweet so she and, she...
3: and bread and becks. So, so yeah, he, nothing... i go into i'll go in and uh i'm on a diet why have we, <laughs> so, 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 need this stuff here's like the deal kathy <laughs> i'm on my
1: january diet i
3: order so many things when i go in there. like we'll have people over or whatever when we're having people over and you you get so much that they're they're like look at you like you're really gonna eat all this, Well, Steve? There and you know, you know they
2: have they have the little ones, the little right? mini
3: buns. No, but I gotta get the, bi- also well, the so, big. Also the big version.
2: Okay, so yeah. let me, so they have the little ones, right? And I've I've ordered them a number of times, and they're yeah. absolutely delicious, like five dozen. And you know how sometimes <laughs> when you know if you go bigger, it doesn't yeah. taste the same, blah blah, yeah. whatever. We just had um, one for a birthday cake, like the big the big bundt. one. It was it was just guess delicious. what?
3: It's exactly
1: the same. It's so good. I'm going to a text, and I quote, "She's my cherry pie." <laughs> She's not my cherry cake. Okay. On, okay? All right. There We've you got go. A point. That was a song by Warren. Cherry That's cake. Right. No cherry pie. <laughs> it was by Warren. Starring famous model Bobby Brown was <laughs> right. in the video yes. too. Also right. from who's married to Whitney Houston. Hang on. I'm going to go to uh, Christopher. It was a different Bobby oh, Brown. Sorry. Hi, Christopher. You're on the air. Good morning.
12: <laughs> 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 <Yeah>! <laughs> Oh my God, this is insane. This is my first time ever on the radio. Oh, wow. Welcome,
1: Welcome, sir. Oh my Welcome. God, and what, what did you want to share with us, sir?
12: So, there is an. Oh, someone on the show asked if there was an exclusive pie shop. Yes. Uh, in Ambler, Pennsylvania, there is a restaurant called Pie and Plate. Wow. And they are an exclusive pie restaurant. Okay.
3: I, I love the, that idea. Have you been, and do you recommend it?
12: Oh, my God. I highly recommend it. They have some of the best uh, chocolate chest pie and key lime pie. (laughs) Hell, yeah. So not only do they have sweet pies, but they have savory pies like quiche and pot pies. I'm down with that, too. What is the name of it again?
2: Pie and Plate. Yeah, it's right on um, Main Street in Ambler.
1: Oh, I make a good quiche. Thank you, Christopher. Do they make, uh, are there savory cakes? I guess so. Like meatloaf (laughs) meatloaf and and crab cakes. Yeah, just put an icing on (laughs) it. Crab cakes. There you go. Juliana. Hi, Juliana. Good morning.
11: (laughs) Hello, hello. How are you?
1: Wonderful. What's up, Juliana?
11: So there's
10: an awesome pie place down in Kenneth Square owned by a great gal named Molly, and it's called Nomadic Pies.
3: Nomadic
10: Pies. Nomadic Pies. We
3: we have the website up on our screen here, uh, 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 Juliana, and it looks pretty impressive.
10: Her crusts are the bomb. And all of her ingredients are local.
7: Okay.
1: I love so that. All
10: of her fruit, all of her meat, and if you ever get a chance, you got to try her pie. They're, so they're really, really good. No I'll
3: matter. say this, and it's been echoed a number of times, there and you, you brought you it know. up, and Preston, you agree. A great crust oh, is a very elusive fantastic. thing in the world of piedom. If you stumble a...
8: across a great when you're lucky. <laughs> Man, this is a great Marry name that for, crust for a pie shop. Uh, this is in Boyertown. It's called Semper Pie.
1: Oh, oh I love that. that. Yeah. That's great. Is it uh, like veteran-owned, maybe? I'm not sure, but it's... Semper um, Pie. That's yeah, great.
8: It's on uh, Redding Avenue in Boyertown. I love it. Okay.
1: So, yes, there are pie shops. In fact, for Pie Day, uh, there are specials that you can get. And, Steve, there's a, none in our area that were really Red mentioned bastards. on this. But uh, Red Robin has uh, the Mountain High Mud Pie. Yes. On National Pie Day, and well, um, Robin's good. Let me see what kind of deal it. Uh, I don't know what kind of deal you get there, but
3: yeah, and just mention the Preston and Steve show. They'll give you two pies, and you bring one of them to us. No, I don't, don't, don't
8: think do that. That's accurate. Don't do that. mean, try. Don't do that. I mean,
3: try. <laughs> won't
8: do that. I mean you
1: all right. I'm just trying. I like this
3: idea.
1: Uh, they also have Red Robin also offers unlimited refills on sides when purchasing burger, sandwich, or entree. Unlimited refills on the bottomless root beer float. Bottomless root beer float, and even bottomless entree. The mac it yours is swirly twirly pasta. What? Okay. So if that, you...
3: that sounds like porn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if you had how a... much for a swirly? A swirly twirly. Swirlies are
4: uh, blowies, it, right? No, well, well, the toilet. Well, yeah. that, no, there's two different kinds of swirlies. There one is? is one where your face gets shoved into a toilet and you flush the toilet, and then another swirly. Because my friend was a cab driver, and the chick didn't <laughs> have money, and offered him a swirly for uh, a ride. I think she was just a crack whore.
1: She might have been a crack whore. <laughs> and, uh, a crack whore. A swirly? <laughs> so, so she
3: offered to shove his face into a toilet? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, we, we also did where you would lick your you know, spit on your finger and stick That's it a so yeah, willy. in their
8: ear. That's a That's wet a willy. That's yeah, yeah, a wet yeah. willy. Used best when uh, it's your pinky finger. Also, yeah. you can use pinkies for stinky pinkies. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can okay. you
2: stop that? Yeah. What's we better? Were ha- talking about cake and pie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Finger or finger blasting.
1: We're tiger. talking yeah. about hot
3: fruit. Kathy yeah, doesn't fruit, even like know. that. What's better, apple pie or finger blasting? What if you had a pie <laughs> I
2: shop? Think, and... Come on, really? Is that, a re- is that really a debate? It's already yeah. up on the website.
3: <laughs>
4: <Yes>. <laughs> what if you had a what? Oh. a pie shop and the mascot was a was a rabbit and you called it hair pie. Would that work? Would you go to a place hair. like
1: that? Yeah.
4: Actually, that's and then put it in, in,
1: in parentheses underneath,
3: like like vagina. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
8: like pubes.
3: <laughs> Get it? Wow. Huh. Okay. No. All I know is I really desperately want either a good cake or a good pie, and I'm, I thank all the businesses that have offered to drive them over to us. <laughs> Let me go to Pam here real quick. I, I didn't see what she had to say here What's at
1: I the am. end. Hi, Pam. You're on the air. Good morning. What's up, bitches? Yo, bitch. Hey. What's your story?
10: No, I called in because um, there is a place, and it's not in the area, but if you have a chance to go in Savannah, Georgia, called Pie Society. Okay. Pie Society. They make pies. Huh. So they're meat pies, you know, um, meat and potatoes, but they're baked in a pie similar to, you know, chicken pot pie. They also yeah. make fruit pies, but everything is a pie. The pastries are awesome. Pam,
3: this looks like, like it might pie. be a um, uh, like a franchise, is it?
10: Um, I only know of the one in Savannah, but I do know that they have a website and if you guys want to try one, you can go online and purchase one. Most of them you have to bake in the oven. You know, they come to you already pre-made and frozen Mm -hmm. so that when you bake them when you want and they give you directions, I highly recommend them. The other thing I wanna to say to you is that my nephew, for all the times that I had sleepovers with my nieces and nephews, he always wanted pumpkin pie. The kids were asked
3: what I, wanted, love pumpkin pie.
10: I made the pie that they, or the cake or pie that they wanted. And he was the only one that wanted pie, and I was happy to make him pumpkin pie. I even made him one to take
3: home. What was? Nice. It's a
10: personal preference.
3: What yeah. was the cake? that the Tom Cruise cake? Thank you, Pat. Tom Cruise pie, oh. or whatever that thing oh, that right. we, yeah. we attempted to order prior to the holidays. That was a cake. Yeah, it's a yeah. cake. Yeah, uh, is that, so. Uh, I know Marissa okay, hunted it down. Them, yeah. They hand cooked them, uh, hand baked them, and and uh, but prior to the holidays, they were absolutely unattainable.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Marissa's got her. Fingy up! Oh man, the swirly finger. Steve,
7: <laughs> we just got a
5: message from Goldbelly that the white chocolate coconut bundt cake from don's is now
7: available.
3: Oh, okay. oh. So I will, I will gladly purchase to a, so we can taste on it's the like $150. air. One
7: hundred and fifty dollars.
3: I will, I will do it, <laughs> and I will you do hand it. Hand that hand that receipt to Bill Webster.
7: It's for
2: the show.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Much. anyhow, Sunday is uh, is National Pie Day. Should you be a a pie person <laughs> or not? It doesn't cite the passions, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. you. you yep. It's what we love, all right. All right that's uh, that's all we're going to have time for oh, man. To, for connoisseur this week. I think we game. solved a lot of issues, though. did we? Yeah. Well, we, we we do have a poll that's up, and and it's is cheesecake a pie or a cake? And then do we have another one, pie versus cake? Okay, so you can you can vote. Now, I expect cake to win, but uh, I I believe that uh, that pie has more love. Throw up just-
3: pie versus finger blast.
1: It's what I believe.
4: Like, <laughs> right, connoisseur. Outro music yeah, as stuck we here. What? Uh, the 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 screen got stuck. It's frozen. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> Thank
2: you. I mean, just go out on that. I okay, think yeah.
1: Well, I don't know if this button will work or not. Yeah, Casey, yay. the whole system's frozen.
2: <laughs> okay. I hear it. No. Uh, how
1: about... Oh, there it is. Yay, right. I just didn't see it come up. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Uh, we got the Bizarre File coming up next. Stay down. What's new?
9: Glad what you asked? Foo Fighters. No. Lilith Czar. I can't, I can't. Code Orange. What?
11: New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
1: Uh, 28's are high today. Very, very cold. We got the... this Was the snow yesterday?
11: Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. The uh, it was, it was non- non-existent. It was great. It was
2: yeah. like flurries for an hour. Yeah. yeah.
3: And that's it. I saw a little bit on a um, on a blanket that I had outside the door, and that was it. And I said, if listen... Again, yeah. if you're somebody who shovels and you count on that money, I, I hope I hope we can find a happy medium where you're making money and I never see it. Right. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that uh, that deep powder that, uh, is that a, powder? it's a wonderful life giving you that... Uh, Friday afternoon. Yeah. It can start Friday afternoon. It can start snowing for the weekend. Right. There you right. go. The Sunday into Monday stuff, right. F that.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're not going to get any of it this weekend. Uh, we are going to be at 32 tomorrow in Sunshine, 37 and Sun on Sunday, and then Monday, part of the Collide 36. says so we're kind of in that zone right now. All right, uh, Bizarre File. Here we go. No. Bizarre.
0: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre.
1: Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by King Shooters, King of Prussia, indoor range, now open on Sundays, noon to 6, and kingshooters.com. For info, I have a follow-up story. Uh, the influencer who went viral for earning a living from selling her farts in jars. Yes, there's more information well, on she, her. She,
3: last we heard, she had medical issues.
1: Yes, well, she revealed some details of her love life now. Steph wow. Maddow uh, earned around $200,000 from farting in jars before being hospitalized. She squeezed out one too many. She had felt like she was having a heart attack, but it turned out she had some bad gas. And I know that's hard <laughs> to believe. But now it seems as though things are looking up for the influencer, sharing details of her life in the romance department. She revealed that she may have found love with a fan. Who sat near her, on, not one that blows, oh, right, not, right, but, but, yeah, but with yeah. a fan, uh, on a, who sat with her on a plane and offered to uh, take pictures of her with champagne. What could go wrong? The star was flying to Turks and Caicos when she met the mystery fellow. On Instagram, she called the getaway a necessary little escape and now could be on her way to L.A. with extra luggage. She said, I'm... Actually, in Turks and Caicos was somebody really special right now who I met through this fart jar thing.
3: Wait a second. You're the woman
1: who parts a lot. Uh, she said, I got on my flight. I'm sitting in business class. I have my mask on. The person next to me keeps glancing over, and I'm trying to show that I'm smiling because he can't see that I'm smiling. So we get our champagne right before we're about to take off. I take my mask off, and as I'm about to take a drink and take a picture of myself, he said, oh, well, you, you want me to take a better picture? I can take it from a higher angle. Uh, The next thing you know, the man asked Steph if she was an influencer, and she said basically he knew the whole story. He's been following the whole story online. Uh Uh-huh. And he's very aware that I'm the fart jar girl.
3: Was this an (laughs) accidental meet-cute, as they
1: say, or was it orchestrated? And we were basically talking about fart jars the whole entire time. I think it was an accident. This
3: is like a Nicholas Sparks story. Uh, She (laughs) said,
1: I feel like uh, fart jars have found me love... It's honestly like I'm living in the twilight zone right now because it just feels surreal. Uh, so she says, I'm with him now, and I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm supposed to be flying to L.A., and I think he actually might be coming with and me. And even
3: though we ain't got <laughs> <That> money, <laughs> we got ourselves some four jars.
1: Yep. An American Airlines flight. We'll stay on the airplane for a little while. Uh, from Miami to London this week, turned around, headed back to the United States because a passenger refused to wear the mask. Uh, the flight took off at approximately 8 p.m. on Wednesday and it landed again at, at Miami International Airport about 90 minutes later. Imagine you're one of these other, one of these so you'd other be going out uh, of your freaking uh, mind. I'd be like, yeah,
4: j- j- just put it on, uh, whether you agree or disagree or
3: whatever you put want. It on. Put on, put
4: on, on. Well, people are doing these workarounds, and uh, I think one guy had a a french fry hanging out of his mouth for an entire flight. That was pretty funny. I like that.
1: (laughs) American Airlines spokesperson uh, confirmed that the flight returned to Miami due to a disruptive customer refusing to comply with the federal mask requirement. Law enforcement met the aircraft after it returned to the airport. A woman in her 40s was escorted off the plane after refusing to wear the mask. Police have not arrested the woman, and the department spokesperson said American Airlines will handle incidents uh, administratively. And the woman has been placed on the airline's list of customers not allowed to fly, pending an an investigation from the airline. Uh, The flight was canceled, and uh, the other travelers on board were scheduled on later flights. Uh, The original flight had 129 passengers and 14 crew members on board. And at least out of that many people, one or two of them probably had something really important that they needed to get yeah. there. So
3: I, I get whatever you think you want to do, but again, be, try to consider, again, that case. Maybe someone's going to visit a sick relative or something, Preston. This person didn't know and and, yeah. and screwed that up.
1: And you're going to be okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. You're yeah. going to be all right. You can
1: wear the mask. It ain't <laughs> a big deal. Sandy, this is a terrible story, man. And San Diego police, this is a follow-up, have determined... Uh, The causes of death of a 40-year-old woman and her 2-year-old son who plunged from the third level of San Diego Petco Park. You remember this? Uh, I was at a Padres game.
3: Yeah, horrible. So,
1: Raquel Wilkins' death on September 25th has been classified as a suicide. Oh, Oh, no. And her son, Denzel Wilkins' death, has been classified as a homicide. The statement said the detectives conducted a thorough and comprehensive investigation... That included dozens of interviews, reviewing of available footage, and collecting background information to determine what led to the death. Jeez. Uh, the determinations were made in consultation with the San Diego County Medical Examiner. The, uh, the medical, yeah, the pair fell from the third level concourse, the equivalent of six stories high, to a sidewalk below on Tony Gwynn Drive. Um, an attorney for Wilkins' family, though, uh, disputed. The findings, and said the deaths were a tragic accident. He said the investigation's conclusion is meant to shield the city from potential litigation. Wilkins' family denied the allegations made in an old court case, in which she, uh, an ex-boyfriend, had claimed that the mother had a history of suicidal behavior. So the family doesn't think that she did it on purpose, and it was an accident. So this isn't oh, over. All right. Yeah. That's just what the
3: uh, the medical examiner. Do you know why? About. Well, for example. I've been up on those levels at at stadiums, and a lot of times you're like, I could go right over this. Mm, Yeah. You can at least feel nervous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Police are searching for a man who they say stole an $8,000 guitar from a music store north of Toronto last month by hiding it in his pants. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's impressive. Investigators say that. Was he pledging Delta House? They were made aware. (laughs) Nothing for me today, thanks.
3: The alleged thanks. uh, Is that an amp in your pants? The alleged
1: theft at a music store. uh, Ten days before the police report was filed, an unknown male had entered the music store and stole a guitar by hiding it down his pants. The guitar, Gibson's Custom Shop 60th Anniversary 59 Les Paul Standard Electric Guitar, is valued at approximately $8,000. Police said the man fled the area in a vehicle being driven by a second male suspect. Hang on, I got a bubble. I
14: can hear it. Ah.
1: (laughs) Images of both suspects have been released by police as well as surveillance video, which appears to show one of the men in the music store playing the guitar before he shoves it down his pants and covers the body of the instrument with his sweater. Uh, The man who (laughs) appeared to hide the guitar in his clothing was wearing extra extremely large, baggy pants at the time of the incident.
3: The, the second that dude walked in with that pair of pants, I would have been like, keep an eye on this guy. Mm-hmm. The investigation into the incident is ongoing. Because if you're trying to walk
1: with yeah. the neck of a guitar shoved down your pants, it's going to be a bit difficult. I'm a veteran. Right, right, exactly.
4: <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. All right, and there well, you go. You got to, to w- yeah, you
3: walk in with a limp or yeah. something first. Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: You just is, walk
3: out with a limp.
1: That is what I have in
3: the bizarre fight. Got some shrapnel in Saigon. All right, so we're going to take a break. I would like to give away
1: some more of these uh, passes to see our buddy Michael Yo, who is at Punchline tonight. It hey is yo. for the show this evening at hey 7 And we'll take callers 10, 11, and 12. 215-263-WMMR You will get the tickets And uh, all shows are 21 and over Just a heads up on that And he's got two shows uh, tonight and tomorrow You can visit punchlinephilly.com To get tickets uh, And the venue health and safety protocol information Is on there as well We'll take a break We'll
9: be right back Lesson questions coming up next Stay down If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
11: Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and
8: saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want in-store delivery or drive up and go open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details
9: now back with more of the preston and steve show podcast
1: Friday morning. We are moments away from giving away our award-of-the-week our prize. That is coming up shortly. I don't want you to miss that, so make sure to hang in towards the end of the show. Uh, for now, though, we're going to give away a lesson learned question. We have $50 Wilson's Secret Sauce. Sorry, I had the wrong thing. Um, ah, Wilson's uh, shut up, lady. <laughs> Secret Sauce gift card that we are going to give away, $50. And the question that I have for you is, what substance will Steve... Never play video games without two one five two six three WMMR. It's also a great band name.
13: Yeah.
1: Uh, what substance will Steve never play video games without? Well, let's see if you know what that is. It's kind of obscure, and that's why we made it the question. <laughs>
4: hey, were you yawning? Yes, I was yawning. <laughs> that was a yawn laugh. It's like it was a, a yaff or a lawn.
1: Uh, two one five two six three WMMR. We'll do. <laughs> we
0: we'll do the trash while you call All it. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 83.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Hi, right,
1: it's brought to you by Squeezed.com. The best used cleanse on the market. Lose inches, drop pounds, feel great, and sleep better. Now free shipping with code RADIO at checkout. What's going on this morning, Steve?
3: Well, the teaser for the second season of the sexually charged series Bridgerton was released by Netflix. Season 2 will follow a mostly different set of characters and is subtitled Bridgerton Season 2 have a good look at my penis. (laughs) (laughs) Rumors floating that SNL has been having a hard time tracking down Pete Davidson for show rehearsals now that he's dating Kim Kardashian. Apparently, Lauren Michaels even went as far as to install a ring doorbell on Kim's ass. And finally, Pamela Anderson has left her fifth husband bodyguard Dan Hayhurst after one year of marriage. Anderson is staying positive. Saying she just needs one more hole punched in her Filene's VIP card, <laughs> and then she gets a free wedding dress. <laughs> and that's your holiday dress. Let's see if somebody
1: on the line has an answer, and it just so happens to be Mark that we're going to. Hey, Mark. Good morning, sir. Hello. Hello. All right. Steve never plays video games without his what?
3: A monkey paint Monkey yeah. Pace. <laughs> monkey <laughs> paint. One second, Mark. Hang on the line. I want someone to make us a monkey paste pie, Preston. Ooh,
1: now you're talking. Uh, Maybe our buddy Steve Wilson over at Wilson's Secret Sauce (laughs) can do that. We're going to give you a $50 gift card uh, for a barbecue-based business featuring delicious brisket, pulled pork, St. Louis-style ribs, and sandwiches, plus uh, vegan and vegetarian options. Uh, Wilson's Secret Sauce is located at 265 East Township Line Road in Upper Darby. They're really excellent. Yep, with indoor and outdoor seating takeout, and uh, they can also uh, help with your catering needs. So let's do music
0: news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
7: All right,
1: we're going to start with the uh, sad news that were reported earlier this morning uh, that singer and actor Meatloaf, Uh, had died at the age of 74. We spent a good amount of time talking about him uh, this morning. Um, He was 74 years old. He was uh, surrounded by family. uh, And the family issued a statement uh, saying that, uh, you know, obviously they miss him and they uh, wish the best to all the fans who are grieving as well. A
3: great legacy, though. Again, I mean, that, that, uh, uh, again, I'm trying to think of somebody that I ever met that didn't like meatloaf at some level. I mean, I'm not even talking about the meat. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, by the way, TMZ, this has come in uh, late in the show here. Uh, reports their sources said that the singer was scheduled, uh, that he may have died as a result of COVID. Uh, he was scheduled to attend a business dinner this week, uh, but the dinner was canceled after he became seriously ill with COVID. And uh, Meatloaf's reported COVID illness quickly became critical, according to a source at TMZ. Mm-hmm. We'll find out more about that down he had, the road.
3: He had had some health issues throughout his life. You remember? He had, yeah. I think there was something a little while ago, and then he had that. He was years ago where he lost his voice. Mm-hmm. He had uh, yeah. There there were a couple times like he just flat out fainted
7: yeah uh, yeah
1: on stage and and so on so and obviously he was. He had a weight uh, issue his whole life. But he's in the latter part in much better shape. Yeah. Meatloaf's death comes less than a year after the passing of his collaborator, Jim Steinman. Steinman wrote most of Meatloaf's greatest songs, including all the songs on Bad Out of Hell, uh, the 1993 comeback hit, I Do Anything for Love, but I Won't Do That, which is what we're playing right now. Um, in a, an interview with Rolling Stone following Steinman's death, which was just this past year, uh, he said. Uh, I don't want to die, but I may die this year because of Jim. I'm always with him, and he's right here with me now. I've always been with Jim, and Jim has always been with me. We belonged heart and soul to each other.
3: That's an amazing thing. Yeah. To say that. And to, I mean, I'm. And then it's happened. Yeah, and then it's happened. Yeah. Uh, One of Meatloaf's last
1: projects was reported. Uh, that was reported on was uh, that the, the singer had signed on as an executive producer of a new reality show loosely based on this song, uh, and it was a it was like a um, uh, an episode where they, uh, in the episodes people would try to uh, put their relationship on the line for uh,
3: cash prize and all this. I would stuff. do anything for love, but I won't do that. Yeah, so it's exactly. Jim Steinman been working on a reality series called Monkey Paste Island. I oh. had not heard of that until this very moment. Oh. Um,
1: Uh, But Melo also in uh, a lot of great movies. He was in uh, Fight Club and uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, Rocky. That's one of his breakout moments. Was in Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was right before the uh, uh, the Bat Out of Hell album uh, was released. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we were saying what a legacy. Really, five really standout songs. But those songs have absolutely stood the test of time. They are huge, massive hits. You know, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, Bad Out of Hell, uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Um, This
3: song. um, You could play them on multiple rock formats. And I think it's like the way Cheap Trick managed to just slalom between every change in rock and still matter. I mean, these are, I wouldn't say kitschy, but they're... They're just everyone
1: likes them. There's a style to yeah. them, and, and a lot of it that w- was Jim Steinman in, in creating these big theatrical pieces, which couldn't do it without Meat's voice. No, no, I mean, no. Was, he, he was a hell of a vocalist and uh, theatrical on stage. I yes. saw I saw him in live. And it was what
3: you wanted it was it was all this stuff you know he always had that hanky and paradise for the dashboard uh, lights had yeah. and in that video, he looks as if he's going to have a full blown heart attack Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, listen, what a showman
1: yeah they would they would
3: black out these
1: parts and everything. Yeah. it was all great so uh sad news, very sad news to report uh, in music news this morning. uh some other things to go on to on a happier note uh the who are set to play the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival wow. Saturday, April 30th. And that's not the Mongolian group, the AGU. Uh, no, this, no, no. Is, this is the who. This is the real deal. This uh, is the Siberian group. The festival, which plays at the Fairgrounds race Course, runs from April 29th to May 8th. Uh, Jazz Fest will also feature such headliners as Stevie Nicks, Elvis Costello and the Imposters, Lionel Richie, the Black Crows, Willie Nelson,
3: Erica Badu, and Foo Fighters. My wife went to that a couple of years. Uh, I think she in maybe back-to-back years. It is a sprawling, amazing event. Yeah, she I, she I, loved it. I've been as well. I think yeah. there's
8: like 12 stages. It's also incredible food.
3: Like, there's all, yeah. this, uh, all these eateries that are set up, and, and it's a huge variety of music. I um, mean, there was one. I forget who she was going to see, but... I'm Almost like the secondary stage was
8: the Beach Boys. Yeah, on, on one stage when yeah. I went, see the uh, Blind Boys of Alabama were over here, and then uh, Buffett was over yeah. here, you know? so it's a- <laughs> Yeah,
1: here's some more names for you. Casey, by the way, the Abbott brothers are going to be playing. Um, Boz Skaggs, Noor Jones, Randy Newman, Melissa Etheridge, Coolin' in the Gang, oh. Willie Nelson, wow. Ludacris, uh, Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes, wow. Dash Cab for Cutie, Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, Chris Isaac, Jose Feliciano... Ziggy Marley, Ricky Lee Jones, and many, many more.
3: I, I'd that love to see cool. Jose Feliciano. <laughs> that sounds cool. <laughs> Come really, on, me, light my fire, light my fire, light my fire. Really cool.
1: Uh, speaking of Foo Fighters, uh, the individual net worths were tabulated, this is of the band members, uh, by MetalCastle.net. Not surprisingly, after 25 years in business, the Foo Fighters have reaped the rewards, benefiting a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted, Massive touring machine. The top moneymaker, of course, is Dave Grohl. Dave, according to this uh, calculation, has about $320 million. Uh, Taylor Hawkins in second with $50 million. That ain't too shabby. First, it
3: is not a drummer, shabby. drummer in a band. Dave is the primary songwriter, yes? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, in fact, I don't know if anybody writes songs except for him in the band. Marissa? I'm not sure Marissa would know better than I would, but... Um, do you know, is Dave the sole songwriter for
3: Foo Fighters?
13: I do not know the answer to that.
5: How
3: about our, uh, the, the gentleman sitting right to your side there? He would know.
5: Connor? Yeah. Do you know who's the, uh, who's the songwriter?
1: Dave does most of them. He most most of them. Most. All right. most. Uh, we're, we're trying to find out if he writes all of them. Connor's a big uh, Foo Fighters fan as well. Yeah, he's wearing a Foo Fighters shirt right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Nate Mendel, the bassist, is worth about $50 million. Pat Smear, $25 million. Chris. Loser. Chris Shiflett. <laughs> $45 million. and and uh, Rami Jaffe, who plays keyboards, is uh, about $5 million. I
3: was watching an interview with Dave Grohl yesterday, and, and he was talking about it, that interesting place he was at after, you know, Nirvana ended, and Kurt died, and the whole thing, and he was like, he was talking about, I gotta do something. So he started writing some songs, and he talked about sort of sending those, as if he had just started. He'd been in Nirvana. But he was basically starting from the ground up again because everyone goes, "Oh, it's just the drummer from Nirvana," and doing labels for cassettes that he was himself sending out. You know, it's an interesting thing. And then he comes back bigger than ever. Yep. Uh,
1: We're looking at uh, the credits, the song, the songwriting credits for um, uh, the songs in Foo Fighters. That that only goes A to through C. So uh, it looks like there were a couple of songs that were that Dave was not. Involved in just one or two that I saw, but every other song has Dave's name in yeah. in it. So, uh, yeah, he's
3: the primary. I wonder if he, if he gives songwriting credit as just as the collaborative effort of putting it together, or is he the actual? You know what I'm saying? Uh, the mm-hmm. way the way John Lennon and Paul McCartney shared yeah. credits early on.
1: Uh, there's a, there's a bunch that are just him by himself, uh, but you know there there are there's also there's things called arrangements, right? As opposed to songwriting. So if you're a drummer. And uh, and somebody comes to you and they they have all the chord changes, right. all the lyrics, everything ready to go. And you contribute your parts. You are not part of the songwriting process, right? Uh, you have been part of the arrangement process, okay? Um, but and the you... sooner you realize that, the better. Yeah. But if you if you if you add lyrics or if you add any of the chord structure, right. then you are a part of the songwriting. From what I understand, I so. think that that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, rage Against the Machine has postponed their spring 2022 tour dates. And they're furious. Uh, they announced they're raging. They're uh, And they announced in a statement that the tour will kick off on July 9th in Wisconsin with support from Run the Jewels. Uh, so all of the uh, tickets for the moved dates will be honored. I want to play a clip, Casey. If you, you. If you have this, uh, this is great. I saw this um, clip the other day. George Martin, often referred to as the fifth Beatle, I should say Sir George Martin. Yeah. Uh yeah,
7: yeah.
1: <laughs> I saw it. Uh he was uh integral. It. You saw it? I seen it. Yeah. Okay, seen what? Oh, the, the video, video clip. clip yeah. Um so he was obviously the guy that helped form their sound. He did so many amazing things with that band.
3: No, no early Beatles without uh him. No,
1: exactly. And so uh George Martin's son, Giles, uh recently shared a video of his late father telling his granddaughter why he signed the Beatles back in 1962. And a portion of the caption from it says, Ordinary people do extraordinary things. Great decisions are made for the simplest reasons. And I figure if I like them this much, other people might too. But uh, Giles had written, I don't normally share anything personal, but uh, this is my dad from a while back explaining to my daughter that he signed the Beatles. Um, and he went on to say that ordinary people do extraordinary things. So do you have that clip, I'm piece?
4: looking for it. When did it come over? Is it today or? It might uh, be the day before. Dave, it was yesterday. Yeah. It was yesterday. Uh, Steve
3: sent it over. I don't know if. Uh, looking at George Martin. I got Bill Murray. I got Beatles' this. grandson. I got Bono. The look under things Preston oh, well. was just talking about. All right, well, anyhow. Music, talking. So he had, talking. he had
1: said in it, um, he was talking to his granddaughter, and he said, uh, that he he'd heard the music and he thought it was okay. Yeah, uh, he said it was it was good. He said it wasn't great, but then he goes, they but but I wanted I liked them. I yeah. liked them as people. He said they were the kind of people that you like to be with, and if I feel this way about them, other people will feel this way about them." Uh, he said, I've never understood people who hate the Beatles. Oh, this is what the writer says. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow. Um, was he talking to his grandchild as well? No, maybe he was ta- talking to his grandchild. But it's a, it's a sweet little story it's of a, beautiful a grandfather thing. telling his granddaughter. He's talking to me this whole time? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, and it's just really sweet the way he's saying it. And
4: he was sold on their Charisma. That's what did it, and, yeah. and and look at look at the, uh, I mean history. Yeah. Do we find it yet? No, it's. Uh, I think Marissa's working on it. But what I really enjoy is is so this young girl, she is actually listening to yeah. everything that he's saying, and and kids at a certain point in in their lives will hang on to your every word, and then after a while they yeah. tune you out. Yeah. But uh, she's at an age where she's actually you interested. Oh, in, in
3: you're totally right. daft.
1: <laughs> um. Well. While we're waiting for that, I'll mention this other music news story. I wanted to bring this up. Tina Turner and her husband have reportedly bought a $76 million estate with 10 buildings, a pond, stream, swimming pool, boat dock, all on Lake Zurich. Uh, Holy hell. The 82-year-old star uh, star's husband, uh, Erwin Bach, was quoted as saying that the couple acquired the 260,000 square foot property, 260,000 square feet, in the village of uh, Stafa in September. Now, I don't know if 260,000 square feet is the house or all the, or the buildings combined. The whole mine. property. Yeah, it's 10 buildings. So maybe 10. It man. Is 10. Uh, Box said that the is this
3: pur- a, Where is this? It, Switzerland? It's in Switzerland. Yes. Yeah.
1: Box said the purchase was a logical step because they both have Swiss nationality now ah. and feel very comfortable in Switzerland. What's he- his story? Is he. Uh... Yeah, he's got money. Okay. Uh, he's imagine. a German music executive. Okay. Uh, so I
3: like this.
1: He added that uh, due to the pandemic and its consequences, we, like many other Swiss, unfortunately, are refraining from travel. Tina. So they had to get a bigger place.
3: I know. Tina, sing rolling on Uh
1: Swiss news reports uh, say that they will be uh, nearby neighbors to Swiss tennis court, uh, tennis superstar Roger Federer. Nearby neighbors. Who reportedly also looked at the property before settling on a different one further east along the lake. Why don't you hire a helicopter and go ask
3: our neighbor for a cup of sugar?
1: Uh, Turner married German music executive, ba- executive Bach in 2013
3: after a long relationship. Preston, we're looking at an aerial shot of this, <laughs> this complex, <laughs> uh, this amazing thing. That's insane. Uh, it, it looks gorgeous. Uh, 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 Switzerland's magnificent. Have you ever been? No. Mm. It's yeah. a, 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 One of the greatest vacations we took was to Switzerland. Uh, Turner and Bach have uh, Bachman,
1: Bachman Turner. Turner Overdrive! Bach and Turner Overdrive. Bach and Turner Overdrive. Turner... That should be their tribute band. And Bach have uh, rented a home in the town of uh, Kunznacht, uh, closer to the city of Zurich, for years. And now they own this 10-building Complex. All right, I have the audio of uh, Sir George Martin if you'd like to hear that. It's a really sweet uh, exchange between him and his uh, granddaughter. Here we go.
15: There were four of them. And I said, What it?" they? And he said, They're a group, we call them the Beatles. And I said, Well, that's a silly name for a start. <laughs> Who'd ever want a group with the name Beatles? And he said, Well, it isn't the Beatles you think of. It's Beatles with an A in it, like beat The so I, I So I listened to what he said, I said, well, I'll have to hear them, first of all. So he sent them down from Liverpool, which is quite a long way, and I met them in London. And when I... Listen to what we do. Did it was okay, but it wasn't
7: brilliant.
15: It was okay. You know, so I thought, well, what? Why should I be interested in this? But the magic bit came when I started to get to know them. because they were terribly good people to know. They were funny. They were very uh, clever, they, they said all, all a lovely things, and um, they were the kind of people that you like to be with, and so I thought, well, if I feel this way about them, other people will feel like this way about them, yeah. so therefore,
3: they should be very popular,
15: I may record to them.
3: Yeah. Would be she just turned and uh, looked up and said, "I'm so sorry, I asked." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the life. She's looking. She's like transfixed at him as great. he's talking. Yeah, that's great. Break- Break- breaking, what? News. What? breaking news. Yeah. What?
7: Yeah.
1: We have a breaking news story. and It's not a good one. Uh, Louis Anderson has passed <gasps> away. Oh, we were man. just talking, Preston. Yeah, I saw a, 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 a tweet from um, Polly Shore of all people, who is uh, deeply entrenched in the world of comedy and especially in Los Angeles. And uh, he had said that he had a chance to go in and say goodbye to him. Oh. He hadn't passed. He said he was still alive, but he knew <sighs> it wasn't, he wasn't long for this world. Louie
3: was great though, oh, when he was on our, in the studio on our show the last time. And yeah. again, talking about the meat tooth, which we still refer to all the time. Mm. The little piece of the the meat gets caught in your teeth. And a, a legitimately funny guy and a nice guy. Yeah, he had. Uh, he was 68 years old. He had an aggressive
1: form of blood cancer. Was uh, uh, diffuse large B cell lymphoma, uh, and he was in a Vegas hospital. Uh, that's uh, that's sad news. What a, what a what a fun guy. What a, what a great guy. Um, and uh, throughout his career over 30 years, he was three time Emmy award winner, and uh, he
3: was you know just loved by a lot of people. Bob Saget, Louis Anderson. This is a. I'd like to say to the universe, knock it off, please, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. So,
1: um, no word on a, a tribute or anything yet because this news has uh, has just come out. So that's sad news. Sorry about that. Um, but we are going to take a final break, and we'll come back in a second, and we'll get the letter today. Give away the word of the week prize. You know what? Let me give away. I have one pair. I think of women's Villanova women's basketball tickets,
8: yeah!
1: and uh, we'll take caller number eight at two one five two six three WMMR, and it's from uh, Delaware Valley Honda Dealers, and uh, they're proud partners of Villanova basketball. So this for an upcoming Villanova women's basketball team. Visit the local dealer for a great deal today. Go Cats! We'll be back in a moment.
9: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And probably other places.
11: HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD2, the MMR archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good.
9: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A Friday
1: morning, Preston and Steve Show, about ready to wrap up. Your weather for the
9: weekend's looking okay. 28's cold today.
1: Hopefully, going out skiing or doing something like that. <laughs> it's
7: said, it, wonderful
1: the,
3: blustery weather.
2: We talked about the real feel earlier. Uh, they said it's going to feel like it's in the single digits today, like during the day. So
3: mm. you you are you are very bundled up. You look like you're you're going to go to Siberia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, she actually looks like she's you're like a lumberjack.
2: I have my uh, red flannel on.
1: Uh, But, uh, yeah, so tonight's going to be cold. Uh, Tomorrow's high, 32, mostly sunny, 37 on Sunday, 36 on Monday. So kind of, you know.
3: The week, we're kind of bopping back and forth in that same realm. Next week, I'm talking
2: about. Wait, we have an outdoor birthday party tomorrow. No. Who's having? What? (laughs) They're trying to be COVID safe. They got heaters. Okay. But I still... I don't sure those heaters are going to do much. Let me tell
3: you something, I Preston. You know this. I did yeah. the, the, the 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 holiday party. Probably going to do it this way again this year, and maybe even add another fire pit. With those fire pits going, uh, and you just tell everyone to get bundled up, yeah. you know, and have blankets out there. You can do it. I, I was when we did it. It was slightly windy and about twenty two degrees. You never even uh, knew. You never. Did knew. you
2: have a tent?
3: So what you can do with with eight with a with a um, um, a fire pit like a, a propane fire pit. You can put like a, a a tent above it, you know, not all uh, closing in all the sides, mm-hmm. but it does hold that envelope of
2: warm air in. Yeah, in.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. so you won't be miserable, Kathy.
1: You'll uh, just be. I mean,
2: listen, it's my brother's house. I'll, I'll go inside. I just feel bad for those other people. Shout <laughs> out
1: to Sequoia, <laughs> by the way, for the fire pit. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Thank you to our guest, uh, Michael Yo, who's going to be performing hey, at uh, Punchline Philly. Hey, uh Tonight and tomorrow night. Michael's great. It is. Yes. wonderful having him on. And it was so much fun to have Tori Yorgi on. Yeah. Uh, the news reporter in West Virginia who was hit by a car wow. while she was reporting live. You had her on? Yeah, we yeah. had her. On. She's from here. She's from uh, Plymouth Meeting. Wow. Yeah, so. Uh, I saw
0: that on CNN last she night.
1: She was awesome. Yeah, she was, she was on the Today Show this morning. Wow. Oh. Yeah, she was a little overwhelmed by it, but she was a <laughs> blast, man. It
0: was great having her on.
1: Uh, so thank you uh, to those, and uh, thank you, Pierre Robert, for being here.
0: She just kept right on re- talking, yeah. yep. too, yep. right after mm-hmm. it happened. Yep, and
1: it's- the best part is she goes, it's okay, I got hit in college by a car one time.
0: <laughs> um, but and she I, told us that story. It, the, uh, the CNN anchor last night, it was Don Lemon, I think, said that uh, he thought she was doing the whole sh- setup. Herself, like she didn't even have a camera. She no, was, she, yeah, she yeah. was by herself. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so she. It's a up- small,
1: small station in West Virginia. So they, you know, don't they don't have enough people to cover
3: everything. Okay,
2: well, but you know they they're doing that around here. Yes, some of they our, some do. Of our or some of our reporters from local stations are out without a photographer now. Huh. They have to do it all themselves.
3: They'll go out with the. They'll give them the standard issued mm-hmm. uh, tripod or whatever. Uh, they'll they'll give them either. They, a lot of times they'll use their regular f- phone, like a station phone or a small camera. Yeah. They go out and do it. They run and gun. I it, saw
2: um, Jamie Apodi from Six ABC. I saw her actually recording something. She lives in my area, uh, and I saw her recording something, and she okay. was
3: so the equipment's getting that
1: good and uh sucks for camera guys I well mean, that's the thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: and i don't think the reporters <laughs> actually love having to be out there by themselves and do it by right. themselves yes
1: it's somebody. always good to have somebody with you because you never know what kind of story you're walking <laughs> You, through. Gotta you gotta know know where you're
4: games. going. yeah you want somebody like chris elliott from uh, groundhog
1: day being your,
4: your right for you mm-hmm. why do i love that movie so much i don't know <laughs>
1: um it's a great movie it is a great movie. what's his name of that uh larry pastry pastry that it? <laughs> is it larry i Huh. I'm gonna watch it. Today. <laughs> watch it. Watch it again. It's got
0: that quality that you love. Yeah. It's Groundhog Day.
1: Yeah, man. How you doing? <laughs> Groundhog Day's coming up, right? It is. Yeah.
0: Uh, I love Steve's. It's a pepper, right? I love Steve's um Impression of the burnt-out groundhog star. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so great. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm a star, but you know, it's not easy. You know, uh-huh. oh, it's a
3: gig. it just got to be too much. The gig, it's a good gig. Pugs gig. Tony's had
0: it. Yeah. Uh,
3: Chris Elliott was Larry.
0: There you go. Larry. That's it. That's that's it. it. All right. Bill
1: anyway, uh, shall we do the letter of the day, my I man? I think so.
0: All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 3 WMMR. Now the daily letter
1: and the Preston and Steve show. Is Brought to you today by the letter
0: E, as in
1: Ethel. Ethel. All right, we now have a word, and you now need to call us with that word, and we'll take call number five.
4: This is just another bit that Steve did. Ethel Dorkovic.
1: All right, <laughs> WMMR. Let's see if we get the the caller and you win. Yes, it was a Dorkovic.
0: Ethel Dorkovic.
1: Um, how you doing, today, that man? One. What's that?
0: I don't remember Ethel Doran. It's from back at Y100. Yeah.
1: It's old. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What's up on the show today?
0: Uh, thank you. We'll have more tickets for Journey and Billy Idol. Uh, that's going to be February 23rd, coming up fairly soon now. And uh, we've got workforce blocks of uh, Journey for Steve Perry's birthday tomorrow. Uh, we'll have in excess, Michael Hutchins uh, would have a birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were going to do Greta van Fleet we're now going to change that out to do uh Mr. loaf yep yes uh, in honor of uh, the news of his passing and in honor of uh, the legacy of music he left which was quite extraordinary
1: did you ever cross pants with I me did. yeah
0: yeah we had him in on Rittenhouse square and he we were doing um we were doing a benefit to raise money for a a piece of we were trying to get a piece of land dedicated as strawberry fields hmm. in fairmount park um and we raised some money and we we had an initial beginning of it, but um it kind of fell apart, but he came in for that and offered to give us the coat he wore in some video
1: or uh, to auction or something yeah, like that,
0: okay, but he never did uh and <laughs> we forgot to ask him for it further oh. and um so but uh we did have him in here. Uh, on numerous occasions. Now you're showing a picture of him It looks like Mark Goodman.
3: Yeah, Uh, yeah.
0: So that was way before my time even, but that's on Rittenhouse Square with the old knob board. Uh, Pots, they called them, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Turn turn, pots. Turn pots. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, he was in a bunch of times, uh, and he couldn't have been nicer and more fun, but he was gregarious, larger than life. Yeah, 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 very much so. Okay,
1: well, that'll be... Uh, nice to hear the songs today. We're going to go to the phones and see if we can get an answer or find someone who knows the word. And I have Mark on the line. Hi there, Mark.
14: Hey, bitches. <laughs> hey, bitches.
1: <laughs> hey, what? hey, what? Hey, do me a favor. Mark, give me that word of the week, buddy. Dance. I am dancing right now. Great
7: day in your morning. Woo.
1: Dancing, you'll be skiing, too, because we have a Dodge Chrysler Jeep City drive-away Vermont Mini Vacation for four at Smuggler's Notch, Vermont. That includes three nights lodging in a two-bedroom condo, uh, three days of three mountain lift tickets and cross-country trail passes, indoor pool, hot tubs, and more, my man. All right. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. And don't forget, it's from Dodge Chrysler Jeep City. Pre order your new year solution with just a click at Dodge Chrysler net. I'm sorry, Dodge Chrysler Jeep City. Dot net. All right, I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Dunkin', the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Also by Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit AcmeMarkets.com for details. And finally, Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab can help get rid of your pain. Uh, no prescription needed. Trinity-rehab.com. Uh next week on the program, uh comedian Dusty Slay will be joining us. We'll have actor Martin Cove on. Nice from Cobra Kai. And uh oh, Casey, put this on here. Both myself and Nick Murphy have birthdays next
3: hey! year. Yeah. Oh, um, and uh we're gonna do the great cologne challenge. Sniffing oh, challenge. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we'll have that as well.
1: That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Hey.
0: 833-WMMR.
9: Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the... bop a toot a bop a toot ba bop a bop